Crypto World, and welcome back. This is your boy, KP. And Mike, the expert. You guys are tuning into our sports podcast. We're two best friends that love sports. We love to talk about sports. So we figure we share our great conversation with you guys. And then we would love for you to interact with us and share what you think. Exactly. And we got a lot going on, a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to get into a little bit of football. Um, we're going to talk about the draft. Um the 49ers, their picks, seeing if that was good for them. Also, we're going to get into some boxing. Um, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, then we're going to get into some basketball. You know, we always got to talk a little basketball, so we're going to get into that. Um, the East, the West, who we think is coming out, and so on and so forth. So we got a lot going on tonight. That's what's up. So please continue to follow us, continue to interact with us. We want to hear from you. Uh, share your comments with us on Instagram or Facebook. Follow us where you get your favorite podcast. Uh, share with your friends. We'd love to have the uh, conversation continue. So with all that, let's go ahead and jump into it. Oh, real quick, before we jump into it, want to give a plug out to my boy, Manjo, uh, representing Fresh Division. Great line. You guys uh, check it out, freshdivision.com. Check Yeah, let's do it. Great line. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So, you know, man, we know tonight is the draft. We've all been waiting for this for a long time. This is my thing with football. It takes too long for the draft to come. You hear so many yeah. things, and everybody's opinion changes 20 times over. I just wish it would happen a little bit sooner. But with all that being said, we already know the first pick was Trevor Lawrence, uh, the Jacksonville. That was a no-brainer. Uh, the Jets messed up again, getting Zach Wilson. I think that was a bad pick. I don't think he can play. But where the draft really got started this year was number three. So at number three, the 49ers took Trey Lance. What do you think, Mike? Is that the right pick? I think that's a good pick. I think that's a good pick for him. I mean, for them, um, Trey Lance mobile. He can run. Um, you know, I like those type of QBs, the ones that, you know, the mobile can move around, can run. I mean, he could throw. I think that was a real good pick. I think they should, you know, bring him through slowly, bring him along slowly. Um, yeah, I think that was good for them. I agree. I mean, they have everything. I know some people said possibly Kyle Pitts, but they already have George Kittle, great mm -hmm. tight end. They have so many weapons. They have wide receiver covered. They got running back covered. They got a monster defense. And when you have everything covered and you just recently made a Super Bowl run like they did, you get yeah. a quarterback. So now this brings up the question, what should they do with Jimmy G? Should they trade him? I mean, do you trade him? I mean, obviously you're going to trade him at some point. But if yeah. you are the coach, do you are the GM, do you get rid of him uh, right away and play Trey Lance? Or do you let Jimmy G play? Now, remember, Trey Lance only had one game last season under his belt. Exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade him right away. Um, I know he. You know he's injury prone. You know, um, so eventually, yeah, they are going to get rid of him and and let Trey Lance take over. But you got to see what you got. You really in Trey Lance, you don't really know what you have right now. So what I would do is, like I said earlier, I would bring him along slowly. And right. we'll go at it like that. Now, the only way I would trade my QB right now is if I got uh, just something, a great package that I couldn't refuse. If it was like a get right. you right. know, then I would go ahead and do it. But till then, I'll bring Trey Lance over um, slowly and do it that yeah, way. Yeah, I agree with that. Unless someone's going to call me and say, hey, I'm giving you two first-round picks, a third yeah. and a player, I, I can't turn that down. I mean, I'll just exactly. have to lose and deal with it. But I think that's the right uh, – pick for them in the right strategy. If you do that, it kind of puts you like where Green Bay was with Aaron Rodgers. He sat for a little bit of time, and then he was ready to play. You know, so yeah. you had Brett Favre at the time, which we're not saying Jimmy G is Brett Favre, nowhere near it. 
But at the same time, you do let him sit. He, he does have opportunity to get better and get coached up. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and just a little on side note, I know this is away from what we were talking about, but you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and I heard that he's trying to, you know, do something else now. You think he wants out of Green Bay? Uh, no, I think that's what that's what I was um, reading up on and everything. He's he's looking to get out of there. Man, so I don't know where Aaron Rodgers goes, though, because if you're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, you're giving away the farm to get him. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, I'm going to preface it by this. Falcon fans don't kill me. I love Ice. Ice is a great quarterback. But if I could somehow get over on him and trade him one up straight up, that's exactly that's where I was yeah and that's where I was going with this if we could get a get over trade like that I would take it I would pull the trigger right away if we yeah, I would too I would too so speaking yeah. of us we draft Kyle Pitts at number four what do you think of that Kyle Pitts at number four I think that was great he was the the best talent available uh, we didn't necessarily need to get a QB. I know they were thinking about getting on um, fields. We didn't necessarily need a QB at the time. Um, right. so, you know, our guy's getting a little old. Ryan's up there in age, but he's still playing well. You know, um, I know people are saying trade Ryan, get rid of Ryan and all this stuff. But, I mean, he's playing well. Our line is not really protecting as well. We get that together, we'll be okay. I think getting Pitts was the was the right move. So yeah, I definitely I, I think, agree one hundred percent. Yeah, a number of reasons, right? So let's do it. Everybody says get Matt Ryan out of here, and I, I've been guilty. I've said it before too. <clears throat> My yeah. issue with Matt sometimes he holds the ball a little bit too long. But part of that is because mm -hmm. our guys can't get open. You know, yeah. Julio is injured from time to time. I think that Pitts gives us an insurance policy for when Julio is injured. Number two mm -hmm. helps out. You know all of our passing game, because now you got to account for him, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. That's a lot of weapons that you got to keep up with on the field. Yeah. And Matt's been proven when you had Tony Gonzalez, if he has a solid that is a very dangerous quarterback. I want to see him get better. Our offensive line is young. We do have an opportunity that maybe they can turn into, you know, a really good offensive line. We do need a running back. Hopefully we'll get that in the second round. Uh, but at the same time, if you look at look at Tom Brady, he's over 40 years old. He's balling out. If you give the guy the exactly. right weapons, it doesn't matter that he's a little bit older. And Matt is not 40. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. I think that that's the thing, too. And people forget what life was like before Matt Ryan. We had Joey Harrington and Byron Leftwich. I don't want to go back to that. Exactly. That was hard to watch. Look at the Cleveland Browns, and I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is the greatest quarterback ever, but they were nowhere before Baker Mayfield. You know, right. we don't want to be in that position. So I say keep Matt unless, you know, Green Bay going to call and we're going to do a straight-up trade for Aaron Rodgers. Other than that, we need to keep Matt. And plus, Drew Brees is out of our division. You know, there's no Cam Newton in our division. Uh you know, so all we really have to do is compete with Green with, with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and that's it. So yeah. we actually got a chance now. So I, I, I agree. Let's go all in and let's see what happens next. Yeah, so speaking exactly. of the Falcons, there's been some rumors about us being open to trading Julio Jones. Put your GM hat on. You're Terry Fontenot oh. now, not Mike the expert. Would you trade Julio Jones just because you have uh, some issues with the cap? And we are a little bit of cap strap. No, 
No, if, if you can afford it, man, I'll go over the cap and keep them. I think I think we have something good going. We got it, and we just got a good pick. I just want to see how it all comes together. So, you know, I, I wouldn't trade them. I wouldn't trade them just yet. I agree with you, and I agree with everybody. Uh, my, my favorite analyst, Shannon Sharp, mm-hmm. I would never trade Julio. Julio's going to be a Falcon for life. That's like trading, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Terrell Owens in his prime, you mm-hmm. know, and, and you could keep him. That's like trading uh, Jerry Rice. You don't trade that guy. Exactly. You try to figure it out. I know Julio has some some, some injuries sometimes. I think that now that we can take pressure off of him, he may not get as injured as much because we have Kyle Pitts. I would try to figure it out financially and figure out where I can, you know, fix the cap somewhere else. But Julio would not be available. I think that it's all smoke and mirrors just because of the time of year. They're trying to make, you know, uh, backdoor Julio and renegotiating his deal again or something like that. I don't see us trading him. I think that's a terrible look as a new GM. You trade basically your best skill player. And you're not going to get value back after the draft. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if we were doing it today and we're getting, you know, a first round pick or something else, but I can't see it, you know, any other way. Yeah. So to keep it going, we're going to keep this NFL talk going. So we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson. This is a little bit uncomfortable. You know, he now has uh, 22 allegations of sexual misconduct, and they are civil allegations. Let's keep that clear. They are civil and not criminal allegations. So, number one, I want your thoughts on that. And number two, put your GM hat back on. You are now the general manager of the Texans. Do you cut Deshaun? Do you trade him? What would you do right now? So, first, how you feel about it, and then what would you do as a GM? Well, how I feel about it, I mean, it's it's tough because, you know, um, a lot of times when you get a a lot of people against you like this, you know, um, when one comes through, then two, and now it's it's up to like 22 now, you know, the first thing people think is um, it's got, there's got to be some truth in it somewhere, you know, and, and it probably is. And, you know, I just think it's a, it's a tough thing. He has to be more careful with, you know, with stuff like that. And, you know, hopefully it's, you know, hopefully it's not true, but I mean, He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna have to shell out some money, regardless. You know. Um, so I just think it's tough. I don't know if it's true or not. So I don't want to. I don't want to condemn the man or anything like that. But you know, we'll see where it goes from there. Now, as far as the GM part, man, um, I would keep him. I would keep him, or if I can get a good trade, I would do it. Here's the thing. I know nobody's really gonna trade for him um, because of the allegations and stuff that's going on. But I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't want to just get rid of them and give up on them. And then it comes out that the stuff is not true. You right. know, right. he still has a case going, you know, in my mind, you're innocent till guilty. And I mean, in the position that he's in, yeah, he may have been a little reckless, but I don't know if the stuff is totally true, if it's fabricated or not. Now, if it comes out that this stuff is totally true and he did all that stuff and he was wrong and all that, then, you know, shoot, I let him go. But um, he's good enough to where I want him on my team, and hopefully the stuff right. is true, and and hopefully it works out. So I would keep him. I'll probably say uh, I'll start with the GM. As a GM, I would love to trade him, but he has no value. Exactly. Uh, his value is totally dead. If I trade him, I'm definitely going to lose the trade. Um, at best, you maybe had to get one first rounder just because of the, mm-hmm. the level of heat now. And I know he has 18 women saying that he didn't, you know, uh, conduct himself in a bad way. 
And I know he's saying that it was consensual. But with 22 allegations, it's really, really hard to say that was consensual every time if someone else is saying it wasn't. And I'm not saying that it's true. I don't know. I wasn't there. But as a GM, all I can do is hold on to him and just hope to just, you know, you don't want to be here anyway. So you're going to stay home. So at least no one's coming to the facility to ask questions or to interview you, which is good. So it takes a little bit of attention off of me. All I can do is hope to keep you and hope this blows over and I can trade you at a different point. Now, if this goes into criminal, that's why I would keep it. Number one, it's not a criminal case. It's a civil case. Yeah. If this goes into a criminal proceeding, I may have to move differently and just cut bait because mm-hmm. that's a hard trial to win, 22 yeah. allegations. And even if you somehow win and, and, and beat the case, your trade value is still going to be really, really low. Yeah, the KP. Yeah, KP. The the thing about it, it's just there's a there's money involved, and yeah. and when money, and when money's involved, I don't care if it's one person or fifty three people, they could all be lying because they all want money, you know. It's, so that's why I'm just like it's. I would definitely keep them. Um, it, it's just kind of hard to you know figure out really what to do, but I would probably keep them because there's money involved and they're probably right. Be- but then on the flip side, you have folks saying, hey, when there's smoke, there's fire, right? So you have uh, you know, Brett Ratner, we found out that he was involved in allegations. You have Matt Lowry, you have mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. Remember at the beginning, most people were like, Oh, this is two women. What are they talking about? This is crazy. End up being like 50. And mm-hmm. end up being true. You know, the same thing with R. Kelly. For years people were like, oh, I don't know, maybe so no, R. Kelly. And now you knew. found out it's worse. And well, even even though, even those of us that, that knew it was true, it was worse when we actually found out the truth. Understandable, but so you know that's, that's why there. I said to me, it's like if this goes to a criminal proceeding, I don't see where I'm gonna ever have value to trade you. So I might as well cut you. Oh, yeah, you don't want to no, be no. here anyway. So why am I gonna pay you? And you don't want to be here anyway. Yeah, that's the criminal proceeding. I, I understand that, but the way it okay. is right. I don't care if it's 22, 32, 52, 62, <laughs> right, whatever. Right. I can't really necessarily, because there's money involved. A lot of people are going to come in and try to get their share. Anybody, most of the people that touched him, most of the people that he's been involved with, a lot of them, if they're money hungry or if they're broke or if they're hurting or something like that, this is their opportunity to get in and then try to get some type of money. So I don't know if it's if it's true. And I'm not saying that they're doing that, so I don't want anybody listening to this, you know, me, you know, blaming the victim or anything like that, but I'm looking at it both ways. It could be either way. He could be wrong. Right. Yeah, he could, it could know, be, so. like you said, it could be an opportunistic thing, like a like a, a, a class action lawsuit. It also could be, yeah. there's smoke and there's fire. This dude is out here acting a fool. Like, look at Darren Sharp. Mm-hmm. He had a great reputation. Nobody would have ever thought that he was a, a, a phenomenal player and come yeah. to find out the dude is a sexual predator and he's out here, he's a serial rapist. Now he's in prison. Mm-hmm. So it totally yeah. shocked everybody. And if it's true, I kind of put it in that realm that like, man, that is so sad. You don't yeah. But that shows that you have a problem too, like if you're doing that. Oh, yeah. and, and to me, still it, it and if it isn't true, it's also decision making, dude. What are you doing? Basically, you got 22 saying you did it, 18 saying you didn't. That's over 40 people massaging you in a year. 40 <laughs> different people. What are you yeah, doing yeah. getting 40 massages by 40 different people and you could pay one professional to come and do what they do and come back and go and that's it. Maybe he was that's just crazy. trying different people to 
Maybe he was trying different people to see who was best. You know, he didn't want to just say. But even if it was like, but here's the thing too. You're getting into the physical with the masseuse. The masseuse is supposed to give you a massage to get you right on the field, not not, not handle the business. So yeah, yeah. if that's going on, you're an <laughs> NFL player. You could easily meet someone that wants to do that without getting yourself in trouble. So mm -hmm. that's decision making. And again, you're my core. And you making bad decisions. I'm gonna have to get rid of you. Here's my last question on him. Let's just say, let's play it out that he gets out of this or he beats or he pays the money, right? He pays the money or whatever, or he, they reach a settlement or he just wins the case, either one. Because I think mm -hmm. either one is, is bad no matter what. Because now, yeah. in the public opinion, his, his reputation is trash. Mm -hmm. What do you think his actual value is? Do you feel like you'd be able to get a good trade or we just go ahead and cut him and it's over? <sighs> It's going to be hard as far as value. I mean, if he if he wins the case, if he beats the case, then you might be able to really um, you might be able to do something. You're not going to get a whole lot, but I mean, either you can keep him. But if he doesn't want to be there and you you have to get rid of him, you might be able to you know get out of all the teams. You might be able to get something. You know. Right. Um, now I feel it, like it's like you're getting second round picks now. You're not getting first, or you're getting one first. To me, that. Even if he, unless unless he basically ends up in a situation where folks come out and say, "Hey, I lied," and they admit the lying, mm -hmm. his reputation shot either way. He can't come back to Houston oh, yeah, if he wanted to. It's, that's done. Yeah, he has to leave Houston. Yeah, but getting something for him is is better than nothing. You know, if you can get anything for him, anything that can help your team, you know, something's better than nothing. So, right. So, well, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. So, yeah. let's talk about your boy Brett Favre. Now, mm -hmm. in high school, all of us were, were Brett Favre fans. And later on, we found out the guy's a little bit of trash. He, he has he has his own yeah. sexual allegations and, and misconduct. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he recently gave a statement that he felt like people weren't watching the game anymore uh, because athletes have brought politics into football. And people just want to watch football, right? And mm -hmm. now he's made the comment that he felt like Derek Chauvin did not mean to kill George Floyd. What he did was wrong, and it was uh, – bad but it was not intentional so first let's deal with the you know basically to shut up and play I, i'll give my opinion I, I think that's totally ridiculous people say that mm -hmm. because they don't agree with what you're saying yeah people have no issue with it when you agree with what you're saying when you say you don't want politics and sports politics and sports is 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 doing the, the player stand up for the flag uh it's the mm -hmm. you know america unite it's to support the military that's all 9-11. Right. That's yeah. political, right? It's political yeah. because you agree with it and it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. if I get up and I give a speech, I support the troops, I love the troops, I donate money, you know, to veterans, nobody has an issue with that. But if I get up there and say Black Lives Matter and I don't agree with how this country polices uh, people of color, everybody, has, well, not say everybody, but some folks have an issue with that because they don't see that issue. They don't understand it. They don't want to understand it, or they just don't. They don't they care. To see it, or they don't care. Yeah. yeah. But I still have the right to say that, so I, I don't agree with this. Shut up and play anything. If you have a platform, use your platform to advance the message. And I applaud those who have done that over the last year. Obviously, LeBron James. We know the sacrifice Colin Kaepernick made to advance the message, and a lot of others that have participated. Um, Michael. Um, Michael. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. Plays for the Saints, uh, safety. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Again, advance the message. Like what Doc Rivers said, uh, I thought that was very powerful to explain why do we love this country when it does not love us back. Uh, yeah. That's very, very powerful. So, I mean, w- what's your take on that? Yeah, so, of course, definitely, I don't agree with with Brett Favre and saying, um, you know, about bringing politics into sports because politics has always been in the sports. You know, it's okay, you know, 9-11 happened and it's, you know, that's all through sports and patriotic that and all that. But when it comes to just our people, it comes to black people and things happening to them, you know, people say that we're whining and stuff like that. But when it comes to stuff that's happening to black people, they don't care. You know, the people don't care. And they say, hey, they're basically saying, I don't want to hear it. Don't bring it over here. Let me do what I do because you're not important. That's basically right. what I'm saying. You just know, so me, basically. Just yeah, just enter, yeah, just entertain me. I don't care what's happening to you all. You all die, you get killed, you get hurt, you lose your loved ones. That doesn't matter. I just want to be entertained. And that's how it's always been. So I don't expect anything different from them. You know, um, so I say we just keep doing it. We keep bringing it into sports. There's there's nothing they can do about it. Um, we're, you know, black people are some of the most entertaining people. So you're not going to stop watching the sport. So, hey, right. watch the sport. Well, according to him, they are. They have stopped. Yeah. They'll... Which I think is ridiculous. You know, there's there's other reasons. The thing when you watch an NFL game or NBA game, Major League Baseball, any of that stuff, these guys are not giving political speeches before they get on the court. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They're giving a speech or they're, they're giving their opinion when they get interviewed. Like what the WNBA players did during the election, yeah. I thought was very powerful. They spoke up. Mm-hmm. How powerful is it that you are playing for the Atlanta Dream and your owner does not believe in Black Lives Matter and you wear a shirt and tell them to vote for her opponent? That's yeah. that they can't get any more American than that because that's freedom of speech. That is the mm-hmm. epitome of what America is about, which I thought was excellent. You know, I applaud the exactly. ladies for doing that. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. And then this Derek Chauvin thing, I don't know how you can watch this video unless you choose to not see it or you don't want to admit that you have a level of racism, that you cannot see that that was intentional. There was nothing that he did that was questionable where maybe he had to mm-hmm. make a split decision. You sat on this man's neck for over nine minutes. That's intentional. Yeah. It can't be any other way. Exactly. It wasn't exactly. like it was, you know, the recent situation that happened here uh, where the young lady was, you know, stabbed the other young lady and the police officer shot her. And again, I don't agree with that. I feel like we, we got to figure out some way that the person doesn't have to die in the incident. That's a little ridiculous that every time it's a it's life or death. It's got to be a, a non-lethal way to disarm her or maybe a way to wound her mm-hmm. and and then now the incident is over. So because I, I say when, you, when you're when you doing that, you can't say that you were totally protecting her. What if you miss and hit the person you're trying to save? So, yeah. I mean, and that's a story for another day. But at the same time, it wasn't a split decision thing that Derek Chauvin did. It was an intentional thing that he did to exert power. So Almost I don't see definitely. how you can watch that video and say it wasn't intentional. If that's the way you feel, you're trash and keep that to yourself is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, George Floyd, it, I mean, you look at it, it's not like he was up tackling down the officers and and physically trying to, uh, you know, hurt or attack the officers or nothing. No, he was down on the ground and, and you were on his neck, you know. So, I mean, if you're on anybody's neck for that long, you're going to kill him, you yeah. know. Understand, I don't see how he doesn't know that. I mean, he's trained. He's a trained cop. He's a trained professional. 
he should know this. First of all, he shouldn't be on that man's neck like that. The guy's on the ground. There's multiple of y'all. He's not being aggressive. He's not attacking you all. Well, he's already handcuffed too. Yeah, and he's already handcuffed. So I'm like, what is he going to do? You know, I'm sure right. you already checked him. You know, he doesn't, and he can't get to it because he's handcuffed anyway. You know, so get off the man's neck. You know, so yeah, no, it was intentional. He did that on purpose. He tried to kill him. And he did. He accomplished what he did, and he needs to be locked away forever. Here's, here's what Brett Favre reminded me of. Remember, my grandma used to say, it's one thing to be a fool. It's another thing to open your mouth and let everybody know it. Exactly. Sometimes you need to keep your opinion to yourself. She mm -hmm. used to tell me it's a, mind, it's a time to speak your mind. It's a time to mind your speech. That was the exactly. time to mind your speech. Mm -hmm. Because you only make yourself look bad. If I was Wrangler, I would distance myself from you. You would be doing no more ass for me. If I was Copper Fit, you would be doing no more ass for me like that. I can't have that in yeah. my brain. So we'll go ahead and keep it moving. So, you know, let, let's jump into to your, to your, one of your favorite sports, boxing. So what you got oh, yeah. on that, man? Yeah, so they got um, Logan Paul going up against Floyd Mayweather. Um in their exhibition, um, I'm not really with it too much. I mean, it's it's fine. Here, here's the thing with it. I like kind of what it's doing for boxing because people aren't really looking at boxing. People aren't really thinking about boxing. So this is actually bringing light to boxing. It actually could put some money in some people's pockets. Um, but on the flip side, I don't think as great as, as Floyd Mayweather is, you know, he's like one of the greats, one of the all-time greats. Some people see him as the greatest. You right. know, he's definitely top five. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul should be able to get in the ring with a great like that. All these other people who have sacrificed, who have went through all of this to, to get there and didn't even get a chance to get in the ring with this man. Then all of a sudden this guy who's 0-1, who lost his fight already, but you know, yeah, he's he, not yeah, even undefeated. Brother, I'm thinking about his brother. You know, about, gets to I'm get in there. Jake Paul. I'm thinking about Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul's the one who's been winning. Yeah, yeah, because he put Nate Robinson to sleep, put him in bed. Yeah, Logan Paul's the other one. He's not winning. He got he's famous on Instagram, you know, and now he's about to go up against Floyd Mayweather. I mean, it would even been better if Mayweather went against Jake Paul instead right. of Logan Paul, but he's going against Logan Paul. Um. You know, I, I get I get why Mayweather's doing it because he's money Mayweather. He's all about the money. So right. he, and this is going to be big. He's going to get a lot of money off of this because of the hype, the YouTube. Yeah, he's getting like fifteen million. Just for yeah, probably and he'll probably get more than that. Yeah. yeah, he'll probably get more than that. So I understand why Mayweather's doing it, but it's not like he just needs the money. You know, and, and why let this guy get in the ring? I mean, if that's the case, you and I can build ourselves up on YouTube. And like, hey, I want to get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. We can make a quick $15 million. I'll get in there and get beat up for $15 million. Or said, go, ahead, million. Hey, go ahead. I'll raise my hand. Knock me out for $5 million. It's cool. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll take a discount. Knock me out for I'll, five. You know what? I'll just take a cool million. How about that? I'll take a cool million. Right. I'm going to do you a favor. You go ahead and get the, the 20 and just give me the one. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, I, you know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. But I, it's, it's kind of... It's, it's a double-edged sword. It's kind of a disgrace to boxing. Right. It actually gets people thinking about boxing because really, without this, nobody's really thinking about boxing like that. So. Right, because Tyson Fury is not—he's not fighting anybody. I mean, yeah. 
Boxing's in a weird space, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up, we had Mike Tyson, we had Evander Holyfield, uh, mm-hmm. even in the other class, we had Oscar De La Hoya, we had uh, uh, so many great fighters, you know, Roy Jones, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Pernell Whitaker. So we okay. had guys to watch. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if I want to say there's a lack of guys to watch because I don't think that's the case. I just think none of them are dynamic. None of them are a reason yeah. to watch. Like, they're not even Zab Judah dynamic. Yeah. You know, when you're rooting against well, person- something, I mean, they have no personality. Maybe that's what it is. That's what I was going to say. Personality is everything, man. Um, you can be good because there are good boxers. Yeah, like Adrian Broner is not a great boxer, but he does have personality. Exactly. And you want to root against him. You want to see him lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he don't win crazy, so it's like he's gone. Right. But he's not even personality is everything. Right. So I think that's mm-hmm. some of you. And then the heavyweight division is really lacking. There's, there's yeah. no guy that puts the fear in anybody. And again, mm-hmm. not take anything away from Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder, but no one's afraid of either one of them. No, not at all. You know, and I, I like Fury because he, he is hard to hit for a, a heavyweight. But, I mean, there's so many other great dynamic heavyweights that have come before him here's, that are far more entertaining. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's here's the problem right here. In boxing, we are more amped to watch an old Mike Tyson and an old Roy Jones. We're, we're more amped to watch them than to watch your top boxers fight. Right. That's the problem. You know, yeah, that's the problem. We want to watch. So now they're talking about Tyson and Holyfield. They're supposed to go in. They're supposed to fight. You know, Tyson already turned it down. He already said no. Well, he turned it down. But then um, I heard that they re um, a re-engaged. Negotiated. Yeah. Oh, so man. that could that could actually happen. I don't want to see a third fight. We're good. It's, it's no, nah, they don't need to. They don't need I mean, to. Even and if I Tyson mean, honestly, the fight. Let's just say he knocks him out. If we finally get the type of win that we always wanted, it doesn't mean anything. It's not going to mean anything. Yeah, it's not going to mean anything at all. Unfortunately, I got to put this disclaimer out there. So in high school, we were were that old. That's when they fought the first time. And Mm -hmm. we went to school with Evander Holyfield's nephew. No names, please. But he knows who he is. Uh, Mm -hmm. He bet money that I had to give up. You know, we we put put some juice boxes on it. And I definitely lost. I lost those apples. Because mm-hmm. I just knew that I said, man, your uncle's going to get killed, man. He's going to die. Oh, yeah. man, I did not want to show up to school the next day after that first fight. Bro. I did not want to show mm-hmm. up to school, man. I felt so embarrassed because my guy, he didn't come through for me, you know. Oh, yeah. And he beat Mike Tyson convincingly. I hate to say it because Tyson is my favorite oh, boxer yeah. of all time. But Evander Holyfield just had his number. Now, boxing. And then the second time was just a, was just a – I don't know, a carnival. Yeah, clown. <laughs> it was a clown show, you know, so we don't want to talk about the second time, man, you know, because I love Tyson. He, he put the fear in the people. Everybody was afraid of him. He was dynamic to watch. His his knockouts are still entertaining. And maybe some of us that we don't want to let go of the old, but if you look at other sports, basketball is probably a great comparison everybody's attention to continue to get you to watch basketball. I can't really say that about boxing. Probably says Lennox Lewis might be the last great heavyweight that anybody even cared about. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, and that and, and he's been done for almost what, 25 years now. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So 
you know, I think this thing with Floyd is, is really Bush League. I have to be honest, man. It looks ridiculous. It's a clown show. You might as well but just here's the fight thing. guys off the street, man. I mean, yeah, but point, here's the thing. He might as well fight, uh, you know, Ric Flair or something. Well, he's too old, <laughs> but I yeah, mean, he yeah. might as well start fighting the wrestlers now. Fight uh, Kofi Kingston at this point. I mean, this is it's yeah. getting silly now. It's getting really silly. But I'm going to watch it, though. And that's the no, whole. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to watch it. But and that's the thing. thing. If you tune in, there's no way Floyd should not knock this man out. In the first round. There's no way this should go more than one round. If mm-hmm. Jake Paul can knock out Nate Robinson and make him look bad in one round, if I do watch this, you better pulverize this guy. I don't want to see none of that defensive <laughs> stuff. I don't want to see you run around the ring. I want to see you put this guy to sleep and embarrass him. That's what we should see. Right. So tell me this, KP. If you were considered one of the top boxers to ever box, and then you get a guy like Jake Paul or Logan Paul, you know, wanting to fight you, and you can make a quick 30, 40 million off of this, would you do it? No. If, no, at his level, he's Michael yeah. Jordan. Michael Jordan's not going to play me one-on-one. He wouldn't even give me the time of day. He would look at me crazy and be like, are you serious? Like, that'd be like Mike playing LeVar Ball one-on-one. Why would he waste his time doing that? Here, MJ. But and, he would if you had the right no, amount of money to do it. No, MJ would not waste his time with LeVar. MJ, let, let me tell you why MJ would do it. I'll tell you why, because he's a gambler. He has a gambling problem. I go to MJ and I'm like, hey, I got $50 million right here says that I can beat you. If you win, you got to go on social media and let everybody know that I beat you. If I win, I give you this $50 million. He'll do that because he's a gambler. He likes to gamble. Yeah, but he, the person has to have some level of cachet for Mike to take that on. I think Mike would do it if it was like, I'm trying to think of somebody that's retired that is probably still in shape mm-hmm. to play that you actually want yeah. to see Mike play. Like if he played Isaiah Thomas, I, it probably would be, you know, they're both old. Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't be really watchable. But maybe Magic. Yeah. If Magic said, "Let's play one on one, and we'll put it on, uh, we'll put it on YouTube," Mike would probably do that because he respects Magic, and Magic has a level of cash out. Even if uh, I think he... God, God bless the dead, if Kobe Bryant was still alive, and they're both old now, Mike would probably take the challenge, and I would actually watch that. Even though I know mm-hmm. Kobe's so much younger than him, it should easily watch Mike just just yeah. based on the age. It would have to be something like that. I can't see him. Some YouTube guy, yeah, I'll play you one on one for a million dollars. Are you kidding me? Ten million dollars? That ain't worth his time. <laughs> no, not at all. Not not a million or ten million dollars. That's why I said. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like with Floyd, the twenty million, you money Mayweather. You worth yeah, like four hundred million dollars. What's the point? What yeah, but Floyd's all here? about the money, man. Floyd's all about the money. Man? You, yeah, because you got to think, Floyd already. Box that um kickboxer dude. Right, he already did that ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, a, and he made, and that was, that took, yeah, and that was less class. money. He only got like ten million off that. He'd probably get more off that. <clears throat> you gonna do it? The better question would be like, would Mike Tyson do that? And I know he wouldn't. He would not waste his time with some YouTuber. No, like, he probably won't. I mean, he, I mean, he's even older. I'm sure he would easily beat the guy up. Yeah, but Mike Tyson might really hurt somebody. You yeah. know. For, uh, he, he really shouldn't do it. <laughs> right, so I'm out on that, next, man. I'm out on that. Yeah, yeah, nah. 
So the next thing, we're going to get off of boxing. We're going to jump into basketball. And um, right now, the Lakers. The Lakers, you know, uh, they're they're hurt right now. Um, LeBron mm-hmm. is out. Anthony Davis just came back, and they've still been losing, um, even with Anthony Davis back. So how do you think they're going to finish? How, yeah, how do you think they're going to finish the season? Or you think they're going to wind up in the play-in? Or what do you think is going to happen? I think they're going to wind up in the play-in. I mean, everybody's against me. And I'm going to preface this by this. I love Bron. Anybody knows me personally knows that because Bron is from Ohio, just like mm-hmm. me. You know. Yeah. Say I'm a lifelong Cavs fan, and I still want to. So I'm rooting for Bron. I'm not yeah. worried about Bron. I think he's gonna be just fine. I'm really worried about AD. Can he finish the season? And he's looked good when he's come back, but I'm really worried that as the games go on, is this going to end up like Kevin Durant? Yeah. So when you get a more serious injury or you get re-injured, like or like kind of what happened to uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, is this going to end up like that? So to me, AD is such the S factor. And even let's say AD gets injured at the end or in the playoffs, you may not agree with me, but Brian is good enough to get you to the finals, no matter who your competition is. Because I watched it happen being a Cavs fan. In 18, our team was awful. And he took us to the finals, and had Jr. not messed up, who knows? He might have won two games. You know, uh, that's that's neither here nor there, and that's 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 over. It doesn't matter. You we probably didn't win though. the series. We might have won. We we definitely would have won that game. That's why I said we might have won two, because we would have won game one. We were already up. We would have won game one. We might have won game two. So we might have won another game somewhere in the series. Maybe one back at home or something like that. But I think the Lakers are going to end up in the play-in. If Anthony Davis is healthy, it's going to be a repeat. Because now that you have Drummond, you can control the boards. you got Harold. you got so many different ways you can play and match up with teams. And teams can't really match up with you. And I know that the combination mm-hmm. is different than JaVale and Dwight. And I do. I like what JaVale and Dwight did. And I wish they had kept JaVale. I thought that was a bad decision in retrospect. Because Powell, I mean, it's not Powell, but um, uh, his brother. Um, Mark is Mark is washed Mark. up. Washed. He's washed. Mark is washed. Oh, yeah. And I said that when he came. I said he's washed. I don't know why he even wanted me. He's wa- he looked washed before he got there. I said mm-hmm. that from the beginning. So I was not I was never a fan of that move of bringing him in. I would have kept JaVale. I always had a high opinion of JaVale, even when he was making a fool of himself in Washington, uh, because I saw his athleticism. And I love the way he plays. Uh, he he don't he don't take any plays off. So I definitely would have kept him. I understand you didn't you can't control what Dwight Howard does because he was a free agent. So they had no control over that. Uh, mm-hmm. But if everybody is healthy, especially if AD is healthy, they're gonna repeat. Without AD, they go to the finals and they lose to either uh, Brooklyn or, or Philadelphia. So, so maybe so Boston, but they go to the finals and lose. Yeah, so here's the thing, man. With AD, I think with a healthy AD and a little cohesiveness, you know, if Drummond starts playing how he should, if he focuses more on, you know, rebounding and block shots and stuff like that, you know, they could win the championship. You know, I think they they could win it. Without AD, without AD, I don't think they make it to the finals. Um, I know you were saying LeBron, you know, he did it before with a – 
Cavs team, but that was in the East, and the East was white. The East wasn't that good. That's different. In the West, with the teams that we have out West right now, without AD, the Lakers, and the Lakers my squad. That's my team. But the Lakers don't make it to the finals without AD. Um, so, all right, real quick. Mm-hmm. If you say they don't make it to the finals, who beats them? Then? Let's say AD gets hurt along the way. Where they where they lose at Eastern Conference Finals or they don't even make I mean Western Conference Finals they don't even make it that far. Well, that just depends. It depends on how it stacks up. So it depends and it depends on who they go who they go against in each round. So like if they go against the Clippers and they don't have AD, I don't think they beat the Clippers without AD. Um, I think any of those teams really, I like. Can they the, beat Utah without AD? Can they beat Utah without AD? Uh huh. I think it'd be a tough series. I don't think they beat Denver without AD. I agree with that one. I think Denver would beat them without AD. I think the Clippers would beat them without AD. Utah, it'd be a it'd be a close series. It depends on how Utah is playing. I don't think Utah is a championship team. Um, I just think they're having a good season. But without AD, Utah has a chance to beat them. I think with AD, I don't think Utah has a chance at all. So that's the difference. What about what about uh Phoenix? Phoenix, Phoenix without AD has the chance. And I think Phoenix is a real good team with Chris Paul there. Nobody likes to really give them a chance because they weren't in the playoffs years before. Um, but with Chris Paul, it just took them to a whole nother level. And I think with Chris Paul, if you take AD out that lineup, they have a chance. They're like Utah. They have a chance to really beat them. I think with AD, a healthy AD, and all of them together and cohesive, the Suns and the Utah Jazz don't stand a chance to beat the Lakers. I think the Lakers really would be any of the teams. I think they'll beat the Clippers. The Clippers have a chance still, but I think they'll beat the Clippers, everybody. But without AD, you know, I, I don't think the um, Lakers have a chance of making it to the finals unless, you know, barring injuries, unless other teams become injured. Because right now the Clippers are injured. So, you know, it just depends on injuries and stuff. Yeah, because the Clippers just signed Yogi Ferreira. I'm like, mm, okay, he hasn't played and I don't know when. He was supposed to be good yeah. when he left Oklahoma and- it didn't pan mm-hmm. out for him in Sacramento, so yeah, it's just we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, all the guys are injured right now, so so let me ask you this: All right, uh, Western Conference Finals. Uh, you said that you felt confident. I think Utah, with them healthy, that Utah wins one game, maybe two. I think the uh, Phoenix Suns are a bigger threat. Denver's a, mm-hmm. are still a real threat, no matter what, because yeah. they got yoked. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Jamal Murray is not there. He's hurt, but you still got Yoke, and they're still playing good. Porter starting to turn it on. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. play my boy Bo Bo. You hear me talk about that man all the time. But you yeah, I know. They, just, they, they do him on. wrong. They're ruining that man's career. Please yeah. trade him. Trade him to the Cavs. We need it. So anyway, um, I do see that. Uh, let's just say they come out the Western Conference, right? I want to know, uh, do you think they, they still take it all if, if the Nets are there? Yeah, I think they can beat the Nets. And the reason why I think they can beat the Nets, one, the Nets, they don't have the cohesion right now because they haven't really been mm-hmm. playing. So they got great players. But the problem with the Nets is they're a terrible defensive team. They're a terrible defensive team. And that's what's going to hurt them because any team can score 120 points on, on the Nets. You can be the worst scoring team like Cleveland, who beat them twice, you right. know, um, or you can be the best scoring team, but you can score 120 plus. Yeah, we're dealing with James Harden. We're yeah. dealing with James Harden. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. 
The Nets, I'm not too thrilled with just because of the fact that they don't play good defense. And they were, they were like, they went and got LaMarcus Aldridge. I know he's retired now, but they went and got LaMarcus Aldridge and was saying, hey, he's going to be our defender. He's a guy that's going to shut people down. And he's not even a true defender like that. You know, and lost him. Yeah, they, the the Nets may not even make it out of the East, and that's the crazy thing. I think they could. You know, they got a they got a lot of they can outscore teams, but they may not even make it out of the East just because of their defense or liability. So, I think right. they can take any team. And if they go against Philly, I I think the Lakers got Philly. So yeah, because the Philly just doesn't have enough offensive firepower to 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 play with exactly. them. You know, Ben Simmons, unless he turns into Scotty Pippen somehow, I don't see yeah. it. Uh, I think the Bucks would give a good series because Giannis, you know, mm-hmm. he's always going to be dynamic. Obviously, the Nets would give a good series because of the star power. Yeah. Uh, but I think the issue would be for the Nets, you, you can't control the boards. Exactly. Once AD and Drummond in there, I mean, DeAndre Look, is a little worse, and they, they just can't control the boards, man. And DeAndre's going to be Drummond, Yeah, Drummond's going to look like he's Will Chamberlain when he goes up against the net. <laughs> you know, Drummond's going to get like 30 points and 25 rebounds, you know, 35 points and 25 rebounds. He's going to kill them down there in the paint. So, Well, another thing, too, with the Lakers, healthy, I don't know how you're going to defend that pick and roll because it can come from LeBron, it can come from Dennis Schroeder, it can come from Anthony Davis. They yeah. have so many different ways to run it that makes them so mm-hmm. dangerous. So yeah, yeah. let's just hope they get healthy. So let's yeah, talk I, about the other team we mentioned, the Phoenix Suns. See, nobody want to talk about. And I'm excited about the Suns. I really love the way they're playing. I love what Chris Paul yeah. has done to them. Chris Paul has proved I'm not washed. I'm not even close. Because they weren't mm-hmm. even a playoff team, and now they're fighting for the number one spot, and I hope they get it. The number one spot, yeah. I hope they get the number one spot. So mm-hmm. – I want to see them in the Western Conference Finals more than everybody want to see the Clippers. I don't. I'm not even that. It, I think the Clippers are going to be a disappointment. They play the Lakers. They're going to get embarrassed. Oh yeah. So, well, what's your thoughts on Phoenix and Chris Paul with Phoenix? Well, Phoenix, I have to say, um, you know, I always thought that they could be a good team. They played well um, last year in the play-in, and um, you know, I mean, in a bubble, they played good there. Um, and with Chris Paul, Chris Paul just He's doing the same thing he did with the Thunder. You know, he turned a young team into, into a real good team. And now he's turned this young team into a possible great team if they can, you know, get it together and if they can keep Chris Paul for, you know, a couple more seasons, you know, um, you know, mentoring those young guys and everything. But I think Chris Paul with that team is dynamic. Um, they may not win a championship and they may not make it to the finals. Um, I think they can if the Lakers are injured. You know, but I mean, if the Lakers are not injured, the the Suns, I don't believe, are going to go anywhere. But they're playing good, and I think Chris Paul should really they should really be looking at Chris Paul as a possible MVP. I know Jokic is probably going to get it, but Chris Paul played this season. I mean, he turned a bad team, a team that wasn't a playoff team, into the top team in the West. You know, not not playoff team, but number one. In the West, you know, nobody expected that. So, you know, I have to, I have to really give it up to him. I would agree. I don't know why Chris Paul is not in the MVP conversation. He should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, these guys were not in the playoffs at all. They weren't even close. It wasn't like they barely missed the eighth seed. Uh, yeah. You know, DeAndre Aiden was like 
Was he a good pick? Uh, maybe he wasn't. You know, people are on the fence. Now about he him. is. Now he's a great pick. Now everybody yeah. loves him and says he, he's yep. the greatest thing since sliced bread. But because mm-hmm. look at what Chris Paul did. This is what he did for Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler didn't look so good until he started playing with Chris Paul. Exactly. You know, the same thing with DeAndre Jordan. People don't remember. He was with the Clippers for a while before Chris Paul showed up, and he was a bitch warmer. Nobody even heard of DeAndre Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. David. When Chris Paul showed up, he looked like a star. Mm-hmm. So, David West. David West. He was, a, he was an all-star with Chris right. Paul. Another guy. You know. So, I mean, Chris Paul's got a proven track record of mm-hmm. making guys look great. You know, and he did it in Houston. I know that they had James Harden and all of that. But I thought he took – I mean, they were one injury away from beating Golden State. Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. injury away from going to the finals and beating Golden State with Kevin Durant. With so, Kevin Durant. Like, come on. You know? <laughs> I mean, I've taken my, my, my uh, fandom of LeBron James out of it, Chris Paul is the MVP, and I hate to say that because I like Yoke. Yeah. Yoke is like one of my favorite players, but I have to give it to – Chris Paul, and I'm, I mean, Most the, the Lakers are, are injured. I'm rooting hard for the Suns. And yeah. I love it, too, just for the fact of being a 90s fan. You know, they haven't mm-hmm. been good since Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley, really consistently. Yeah. You know, and I know they had their I run mean, with Steve Nash. They had a run yeah, with they Steve were good Nash. with Steve Nash, you know. Yeah. They had a short little run with Penny and, and, and Jason Kidd. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, even the Steve Nash era was not where Kevin and Charles were. Mm-hmm. So, and they didn't get to the finals. Kevin and Charles got to the finals. So yeah, they did. That's why I said that was, they haven't really got to that level yet. But, man, this is really exciting. They haven't been relevant since Steve Nash, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, this is very exciting, and I want to see them do well. I hope they make it to the Western Conference Finals. I love it for Devin Booker. He's finally getting to shine like he should. Um, and then I love it for Aiden. You know, I'm a big Aiden fan, you know, and I know mm-hmm. he went to school in Arizona, so it's cool to see him succeed. And I think that's an important NBA market. That's one of those markets that is important like Portland, you know, when it comes to the West as far as the traditional markets doing well. So I hope they make it to the Western Conference Finals. Hopefully Chris Paul starts getting some votes for MVP because he surely deserves it, even though he don't score as much as Giannis and some of these other guys are in B, but I can't give it to him you know, he hadn't played enough games. Jokic, you know, yeah. uh, like I can't give it to Braun. At this point, Braun has not played enough games. I'll probably say to me, my top three MVP votes will probably be uh, in no specific order. would be Chris Paul, would be Yoke, and would be Luka. It'll be Luka the Don. Mm, I look at Luka it like. Don is a, he's a, he's a monster. Because if you no, take Luka off that team, they're in the lottery again. They're I got you. Would you? But you can say that about almost any um star player. You take them no, off. No, no, no. Okay, okay, listen to this. Listen to this. Take Giannis off of the Bucks. They're a lottery. You yeah. take any star player. Okay, well, I'll put Giannis at four. Giannis will be number four. But I'm he just has saying. the majority of the season. He has played the majority yeah. of the season. Yeah, take, take Dame off the Blazers. McCollum ain't taking them nowhere. They, I, like I like Dame Time. I like Dame Time. I don't got nothing against Dame Time, but I think they might they might just slide in at the bottom or be in the playoff. No. Without Dame, they're not a playoff team. They'd be in the playoff. They'd be in the playing situation. They could this year. Without no, they Dame, wouldn't. they're in the playing. They're in the playing. No, they're not. Without Dame, they're not in the playing. 
there because that's like saying that Dame is a legitimate MVP candidate, is it? He is. He is a legitimate MVP candidate. Dame been balling. Everybody yeah, says they underrate Dame so much. Dame, Damian Lillard, his team, year after year, last year and this year, everybody's been injured. McCollum's been injured for a lot of the season. Their big guy been injured, you know, most of the season. Like, they Nurkic. carrying the load by itself, and they're still in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, but they still got that bad boy CJ, too, and that helps. But CJ hasn't been there the whole season. That's what I'm saying. Like, CJ's been injured a lot of the season, and they're still in the playoffs. That's the whole thing. Dame is so, my number. So why, why would why would you not give Luka the Don that same, that same love then? Because Luka keeps not, it irrelevant. And now he's I, turning I'm, it on at the right time. Because remember, they were in the play-in. Now Luka don't turn it on. They they sitting pretty above the play-in. I understand that. I understand that. And that's why I say my first is Chris Paul. My second is Jokic. But my third is Dame. And this is the reason why. Because Luka... He's turning it on right now, but at the beginning of the season, going all the way close to the halfway mark, he wasn't really balling. Dame been balling from the beginning. No, he's been dealing with injuries because KP been injured. They've been had a lot of injuries, bro. Mavs have I understand. I understand. But when Luca when Luca started the season, he was not in real good shape. They've been saying that a lot, and he wasn't balling. I'm not talking about his team winning. Luca just wasn't really balling like that. He wasn't. MVP level balling. Dame been MVP level balling all season to keep his team even in the playoff hunt. So that's why I put Dame at number three, and Luca. Because why would I put Luca over? So Dame? would Luca would Luca be your fourth pick? Yeah, Luca would be like four or five. You know, he would be four because um, Embiid is Embiid is out. You know, had been out for. Right. If Embiid had been out, then Embiid would be up. You know, like well, to me, like if that's like saying if LeBron hadn't be injured, it'd be his, he'd be his trophy. No, I, I didn't even think. And this is the thing, man. You know, and LeBron, you know, don't get me wrong. LeBron plays well. He plays good. He's a great player and everything. But the only thing I don't like is LeBron could be playing. Somebody else can be playing just as good as LeBron, and it's LeBron's trophy to lose. You know. I don't like that. I'm like, hey. Well, shoot, the last four years, they don't find a reason for LeBron not to win. I understand. I really, understand. last year, LeBron should have been MVP. Last no, year, he, he shouldn't have. MVP. That's the thing. I don't think he should have been MVP last year. You know, because, of course, it's a regular season award. Now, if you count the playoffs, then it's like, okay, yeah, we see. You know what I'm saying? But if you're, but if it's a regular season award, I wouldn't have picked LeBron. I would have picked So you feel like LeBron coached during the season and turns it on at the end. Exactly. And he does a lot of times. I mean, don't get me wrong. LeBron is, see, here's the thing about LeBron. LeBron's great. He's a great player. He's greater than anybody that's in the league right now, as far as career-wise. So even LeBron at a lower level is still better than a lot of people. So when you look at him, he's putting up some numbers because LeBron knows how to play the game. You know, he knows how to get his numbers. He knows when to do it and all that. But he coasts a lot, too. I can't give an MVP, even though you may be better than this other person. I can't just give you the MVP because you have, you know, some good numbers. You know, I mean, a lot of people have good numbers. James Harden should get it every year, then, if, if that's the case. Or, um, shoot, why why aren't we giving it to Giannis? You know, Giannis is still playing how he's played during his MVP years. You know, so right. Well, here's the problem with the NBA, and this goes mm -hmm. all the way back probably to MJ. 
eventually they get tired of giving it to the same guy and they got to find a way to not give it to him. And that's what, that's what LeBron has got into now. And Giannis been, the same way. It's been for so long in his career uh, in Miami and in Cleveland, they found different ways to give it to someone else when it should have been LeBron probably like six times in a row. But well, like, and I know that's that. the one thing I do like about baseball and even uh, football. They don't find ways to not give it to someone. Yeah. Just give it to them. Where in the NBA, yeah. we want to, you know, let's get Dave Robinson one before he get out of here. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, Charles, yeah. that's not saying Charles didn't deserve MVP or Kevin Garnett didn't deserve it, but some of that is too like, well, we've overlooked you so long, now it's your turn. Yeah. And I and feel that's like that's obvious. kind of what happened with Giannis. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. That happens. That happened with Jordan. I think when right. Jordan, uh, when Carl Malone won his, I think Jordan was averaging like 30-something a game. He was leading the league. You know, I mean, he, he probably should have got it that right. year. It happens. Like, you, how can you really justify Allen Iverson having only one or Kobe Bryant only having one? Or Shaq only having one. Right. And Steve you Nash know? got two of the things back but, but here's the thing. Because you got skipped over in the past and years that you should have gotten it doesn't mean we should make up for it now. And I think LeBron getting the MVP now would just be – them making up for him not getting it in the past. I don't think LeBron LeBron should get it now because I think that there are people being overlooked that are playing better than what LeBron's playing during the season. Now, playoff time come, LeBron shows who's better. But I think during the season, I think guys like this season, I even think um, the Greek freak been playing great. Jokic should be up there. Embiid, if he wasn't um, injured, he definitely would probably be number one if he never got injured. Damian Lillard, he gets overlooked so much, probably because he's in Portland. But Damian Lillard, from beginning to end, first of all, he's, he's been, definitely because he's in Portland. Like yeah, I think he, it's ridiculous when people say James Harden should be on the list. I'm like, no. dude, first off, the dude powdered his way out of out of Houston. He showed up like completely out of shape and looking looking crazy. Then yeah. he goes in New, New Jersey and does the same bull job that Blake Griffin does. Now I can dunk the ball, and now I'm in shape. But it's easy to look good when you're playing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Of course, you could, you're going to look great. And the majority of the season, you've been playing with Kyrie Irving. You barely play with Kevin Durant. A lot of times, he's been playing by himself. But he's played a lot of games. He played more games with Kyrie Irving than, than Kevin Durant. Yeah, but and he's played a lot of games by himself because I've been watching that game. Yes, he has. But to mm-hmm. me, he's not the MVP. Now, maybe next season no. when they're all together and – we see mm-hmm. what they look like with all them being healthy. Maybe he will be. We don't know. But to me, I would definitely say Luca should be there. Dame Dollar should be there before he should. Oh, of course. As an MVP candidate. Dame's number three to me as far as MVP candidate. Luca's in the top five. Dame's in the top five. You know, so. This is where I'm going to lead an MVP thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is why if you are a Hawks fan, which I'm not, but I, I do pay attention to the Hawks. Who's a Hawks I live, fan? I live in it. I say if you are, if you oh, are. Oh, okay. I live in Atlanta, you know, so I do pay attention to the Hawks. But here's the thing. If you're a Hawks fan, Luka Doncic should haunt you forever. Oh, yeah. Because you this is what we talked about with the NFL. You did not take you took the best player in the draft and you moved them just to get more draft picks, which makes no sense ever. Yeah. <clears throat> that never works. It didn't work with Kobe Bryant. They took Kobe Bryant and Charlotte and said, we'll take more draft picks and Vladi. How'd that work out for you? It didn't work. Barely. It's not working for the Hawks and Trey Young. And I feel bad for Trey because Trey seems like a really nice dude. He's mm-hmm. a, he can play very well. He's a good player. 
He's an all-star caliber player most of the time, but he's a really good time. player. Yeah. To me, I will leave it at this analogy. And watching the Hawks for a long time, it's like trading Dominique Wilkins to get Steve Smith. And that's no Terrible. disrespect on Steve Smith's name because Steve Smith was a very good player. But he yeah, was not it. Meek. No, not at all. He wasn't Meek. Meek was special. Mm-hmm. Meek, his whole career was a top top 10 dude. Probably top yeah. five most of his career. Mm-hmm. He got overlooked a lot like Dane, but you don't do that. Luca is generational. Luca is already headed to the Hall of Fame. Already. Exactly. He gonna get an MVP before he get out of here. It might yeah, get a ring exactly. before he get out of here. Why would you do that? I, I, to this day, I would never understand why they did that trade. I don't and understand he, either. Trey, he's Trae he was the Young. best player in the draft. He magically fell to and you traded for Trey Young because yeah. you thought he was Steph Curry. Duh, Trey Young is not a generational talent. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's no. you know he's barely an All Star. Oh, he's, he's a good player. You know, but he's he probably won't make like, it. like Glenn Rice. Remember, Glenn Rice was a good player. Yeah, that's no disrespect on him, but Glenn mm-hmm. Rice was not Scottie Pippen. He wasn't Reggie Miller. Oh no, he was, and he was a three point shooter. He wasn't none of them guys. He was a good player. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway, I really like Tim Hardaway, but he mm-hmm. wasn't no generational player. He wasn't Drew Payton, Sean Kemp, right? Sean, Sean Kemp, the Rain Man. Sean Kemp was a bad boy, but they were going bad boy. And they were going to trade him to the Bulls and get Scottie Pippen or whatever. That would have been a terrible trade for the Bulls. And Sean Kent was a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, good thing for the Bulls, that didn't happen. <laughs> you know, they kept Scottie Pippen. Like, look at, look at the, speaking of, speaking of the Bulls and the Sonics, the Sonics traded Scottie Pippen, remember that, for more mm-hmm. draft picks, how that turned yeah. out for you. Didn't turn out good for him. <laughs> he ended up being a dog. He ended up being an all-time player, so I just, I don't really get it. So before we get out of here, man, Let's talk about the East, man. What do you, what, who do you see envisioning coming out the East? I'm gonna give you my two takes, and I'm gonna surprise everybody. Mm-hmm. Please don't make no fool of me. I think the Boston Celtics gonna surprise everybody and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Finally, they finally go okay. get over the hump. Jason Tatum gonna show out. I really like his game. I mm-hmm. love how uh, Jalen Brown has developed. I know people keep saying Isaac Okoro is the next Jalen Brown. I was. As a Cavs fan, I really hope we right. I hope so. I hope so. I don't see it, but I hope so. But I think it's going to be uh, Boston and the Nets at the end. That's that's what I see. Got you. Yeah, I think in the I think to the finals. Uh, you know, of course, the Nets could definitely make it to the finals. You know, just because of the firepower they have, you have to give them that opportunity. Um, you know, if Philly, if they can stay healthy. If they can stay healthy and Joel and B keeps playing like the dog that he is, then they'll probably make it to the finals or whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it differently. I'm gonna do it differently. Okay. I think it's gonna be either the Nets or the Bucks. I think it's gonna and be Giannis gonna get over the hump. Yeah, I think Giannis gonna finally get over the hump. I mean, because now Giannis, even though his shot is not great, he still can hit from the he outside. He got one now. He got a, he got some. Yeah, he got shot. a little jumper now, and I think I think Giannis could possibly get over the hump. Over the hump. If the Nets don't make it, then I think the Bucks will. So, look like you, you froze a little bit there. You, you back with us. I was yeah. saying, 
Giannis remind me of LeBron. Remember at the beginning, about the time LeBron played um, the Wizards and they had Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. LeBron was starting to work that jump shot out and then he started working it out and started getting a little better and then we went on that run and we lost to the, the Spurs. But remember mm-hmm. LeBron didn't come in really with the jump shot like that. It wasn't consistent. He had the weird leaning motion and all of that. Yeah. And then he worked it out. And I feel like Giannis is kind of in that same spot. Mm-hmm. But maybe as he get older, as get older as a player, he'll have it. Kind of like you know MJ. MJ always had a jump shot. Now let's not get it twisted. He always had one, but yeah. it just got to be so much more lethal. Like especially yeah, as he got older, range. he started with the, with, the, with the turnaround and all that. And even he got to be a little lethal at the end of his career from the three point. Or like Ron Harper, my man ain't have no jump shot at the beginning. It was all mm-hmm. taking off the dribble. But when he got to Chicago, LA. Ron was yeah. leave him open. It's going in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Giannis is kind of in that situation. What you think? Yeah. No, 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 I feel the same way. And that's why I said I think the Bucks could um, possibly make it to the finals this year. I mean, if they get it all together, I think they'll have just as good a chance as the Nets um, to make it to the final just because of the fact that they actually, you know, put in the work on the defensive end, whereas the Nets, you know, they'll, they'll go all game and let you have all the layups and dunks you want, you know? So I just right. think, I don't think the Nets are um, a championship team right now and, until they can get it together on defense. I agree. And I'll say the same thing with the Sixers. There's too many ifs. I'm mm-hmm. worried about uh, what version of the Joel and B is going to show up. I can't count on Ben Simmons offensively. And he, he's a dog. He should be defensive player of the year. Yeah. I can't count on, uh, I mean, Dwight. I mean, he's a he's a he's a role player at this point. So I, I yeah. mean, he's playing great. Dwight really been holding them down. He he yeah. he, he really made MVP. You know, yeah. uh, I can't count on Danny Green because he gonna throw up bricks when it matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I think that takes them out for me. And then uh, with Giannis, what version of Chris Middleton gonna show up? Yeah, we'll see. You know, is. What version of Bluss, I mean, is of uh, a uh, 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 Drew is going to show up? I think, they? I think they have a good chance, though. I think they have. A- I'm nervous about Drew Holiday, and I'm nervous about I'm nervous about about Middleton. What version of those two guys? And you need both of those yeah. guys yeah. to show up. And I'm I'm not I'm not sold they're going to show up. But that's the thing why about- I feel like the Celtics, if Brad Stevens can get out his own way. They gonna show out. Now, see the thing about the East, this the same things you're saying about Giannis and them about the Bucks. It's the same thing with the Celtics. Every single team in the East has those problems. It's well, this has to happen for them to do it, and this has to happen. No, well, Marcus Smart healthy now. That's a good. That was a big X factor. He healthy now. I I understand. So Kimba, Kimba, that's that's really they, that's they problem. What version of Kimba gonna show up? And Kimba just got hurt, you know. So what right. happens? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll go ahead and, and end it here. And, um, you know, it was nice talking to you again and going through this sports stuff with you. <laughs> this man say that. This man been knowing me all my whole life, man. You yeah, know, I put on for y'all. So, hey, we just want to thank y'all for joining us. We appreciate the love. Continue to, 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 to join us. Join us for the next episode. We're going to break down more great sports content. Uh, we give it to you just as, our, as we see it, as our opinion. Raw, real, you know, no chaser. We have a lot of fun on here. Please comment. Please share. We want to interact with you. Uh, we will respond to all comments. 
Find us where you find your favorite podcast and tune in next time. We out. Peace. So, world, and welcome back. This is your boy KP. And Mike, the expert. You guys are tuning into our sports podcast. We're two best friends that love sports. We love to talk about sports. So, we figure we share our great conversation with you guys. And then we would love for you to interact with us and share what you think. Exactly. And we got a lot going on, a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to get into a little bit of football. Um, we're going to talk about the draft, um, the 49ers, their picks, seeing if that was good for them. Also, we're going to get into some boxing. Um, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, then we're going to get into some basketball. You know, we always got to talk a little basketball, so we're going to get into that. Um, the East, the West, who we think is coming out, and so on and so forth. So we got a lot going on tonight. That's what's up. So please continue to follow us, continue to interact with us. We want to hear from you. Uh, share your comments with us on Instagram or Facebook. Follow us where you get your favorite podcast. Uh, share with your friends. We'd love to have the uh, conversation continue. So with all that, let's go ahead and jump into it. Oh, real quick before we jump into it, I want to give a plug out to my boy, my Joe, uh, representing Fresh Division. Great line. You guys uh, check it out, freshdivision.com. Check Yeah, let's do it. Great line. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So, you know, man, we know tonight is the draft. We all been waiting for this for a long time. This is my thing with football. It takes too long for the draft to come. You hear so many yeah. things, and everybody's opinion changes twenty times over. I just wish it would happen a little bit sooner. But with all that being said, we already know the first pick was Trevor Lawrence, uh, the Jacksonville. That was a no-brainer. Uh, the Jets messed up again getting Zach Wilson. I think that was a bad pick. I don't think he can play. But where the draft really got started this year was number three. So at number three, the 49ers took Trey Lance. What do you think, Mike? Is that the right pick? I think that's a good pick. I think that's a good pick for him. I mean, for them, um, Trey Lance is mobile. He can run. Um, you know, I like those type of QBs, the ones that, you know, they're mobile, can move around, can run. I mean, he could throw. I think that was a real good pick. I think they should, you know, bring him through slowly, bring him along slowly. Um, yeah, I think that was good for them. I agree. I mean, they have everything. I know some people said possibly Kyle Pitts, but they already have George Kittle, great mm -hmm. tight end. They have so many weapons. They have wide receiver covered. They got running back covered. They got a monster defense. And when you have everything covered and you just recently made a Super Bowl run like they did, you get yeah. a quarterback. So now this brings up the question, what should they do with Jimmy G? Should they trade him? I mean, do you trade him? I mean, obviously you're going to trade him at some point. But if yeah. you are the coach, do you are the GM, do you get rid of him uh, right away and play Trey Lance, or do you let Jimmy G play? Now, remember, Trey Lance only had one game last season under his belt. Exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade him right away. Um, I know he. You know he's injury prone. You know, um, so eventually, yeah, they are going to get rid of him and and let Trey Lance take over. But you got to see what you got. You really in Trey Lance, you don't really know what you have right now. So what I would do. Because like I said earlier, I would bring him along slowly. And right. we'll go at it like that. Now, the only way I would trade my QB right now is if I got uh, just something, a great package that I couldn't refuse. If it was like a get right. you right. know, then I would go ahead and do it. But till then, I'll bring Trey Lance over um, slowly and do it that yeah, way. I agree with that. Unless someone's going to call me and say, hey, I'm giving you two first-round picks, a third yeah. and a player, I, I can't turn that down. I mean, I'll just exactly. have to lose and deal with it. But I think that's the right uh, pick for them and the right strategy. 
if you do that, it kind of puts you right where Green Bay was with Aaron Rodgers. He sat for a little bit of time, and then he was ready to play. You know, so yeah. you had Brett Favre at the time, which we're not saying Jimmy G is Brett Favre, nowhere near it. But at the same time, you do let him sit. He does have opportunity to get better and get coached up. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and just a little on side note, I know this is away from what we were talking about, but you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and I heard that he's trying to, you know, do something else now. You think he wants out of Green Bay? Uh, and I think that's what that's what I was um, reading up on and everything. He's he's looking to get out of there. Man, so I don't know where Aaron Rodgers goes, though, because if you're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, you're giving away the farm to get him. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, and I'm going to preface it by this. Falcon fans don't kill me. I love Ice. Ice is a great quarterback. But if I could somehow get over on him and trade him one up straight up, that's trade an Ice for yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Well, no exactly. That's where I was. Yeah, and that's where I was going with this. If we could get a get over trade like that, I would take it. I would pull the trigger right away. If we, yeah, if, I would too. I would too. So speaking yeah. of us, we draft Kyle Pitts at number four. What do you think of that? Kyle Pitts at number four. I think that was great. He was the the best talent available. Uh, we didn't necessarily need to get a QB. I know they were thinking about getting on um, Fields. We didn't necessarily need a QB at the time. Um, right. so, you know, our guy's getting a little old. Ryan's up there in age, but he's still playing well. You know, um, I know people are saying trade Ryan, get rid of Ryan and all this stuff. But, I mean, he's playing well. Our line is not really protecting as well. We get that together. We'll be okay. I think getting Pitts was the was the right move. So, yeah, I definitely I, I think, agree 100%. Uh, yeah. A number of reasons, right? So, let's do it. Everybody says, get Matt Ryan out of here. And I, I've been guilty. I've said it before, too. <clears throat> My yeah. issue with Matt, sometimes he holds the ball a little bit too long. But part of that is because mm-hmm. our guys can't get open. You know, yeah. Julio is injured from time to time. I think that Pitts gives us an insurance policy for when Julio is injured. Number two, mm-hmm. helps out, you know, all of our passing game because now you got to account for him, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts. That's a lot of weapons that you got to keep up with on the field. Yeah. And Matt's been proven. When you had Tony Gonzalez, if he has a solid that is a very dangerous quarterback. I want to see him get better. Our offensive line is young. We do have an opportunity that maybe they can turn into, you know, a really good offensive line. We do need a running back. Hopefully we'll get that in the second round. Uh, but at the same time, if you look at look at Tom Brady, he's over 40 years old. He's balling out. If you give the guy the exactly. right weapons. It doesn't matter that he's a little bit older. And Matt is not 40. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. I think that that's the thing, too. And people forget what life was like before Matt Ryan. We had Joey Harrington and Byron Leftwich. I don't want to go back to that. Exactly. And that was hard to watch. Look at the Cleveland Browns. And I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is the greatest quarterback ever, but they were nowhere before Baker Mayfield. You know, right. we don't want to be in that position. So I say keep Matt unless, you know, Green Bay going to call and we're going to do a straight-up trade for Aaron Rodgers. Other than that, we need to keep Matt. And plus, Drew Brees is out of our division. You know, there's no Cam Newton in our division. Uh, you know, so all we really have to do is compete with Green with, with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and that's it. So yeah. we actually got a chance now. So I, I, I agree. Let's go all in and let's see what happens next. Yeah, so speaking exactly. of the Falcons, there's been some rumors about us being open to trading Julio Jones. Put your GM hat on. You're Terry Fontenot uh-huh. now. 
not Mike the expert, would you trade Julio Jones just because you have uh, some issues with the cap? And we are a little bit of cap strapped. No, no. If, if you can afford it, man, I'll go over the cap and keep him. I think, I think we have something good going. We got it, and we just got a good pick. I just want to see how it all comes together. So, you know, I, I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't trade him just yet. I agree with you, and I agree with everybody. Uh, my, my favorite analyst, Shannon Sharp, I would never trade Julio. Julio's going to be a Falcon for life. That's like trading, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Terrell Owens in his prime, you mm-hmm. know, and, and you could keep him. That's like trading uh, Jerry Rice. You don't trade that guy. Exactly. You try to figure it out. I know Julio has some some, some injuries sometimes. I think that now that we can take pressure off of him, he may not get as injured as much because we have Kyle Pitts. I would try to figure it out financially and figure out where I can, you know, fix the cap somewhere else, but Julio would not be available. I think that it's all smoke and mirrors just because of the time of year. They're trying to make, you know, uh, backdoor Julio and renegotiating his deal again or something like that. I don't see us trading him. I think that's a terrible look as a new GM. You trade basically your best skill player and you're not going to get value back after the draft. It'd be different if we were doing it today and we're getting, you know, a first round pick or something else, but I can't see it, you know, any other way. Yeah. So to keep it going, we're going to keep this NFL talk going. So we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson. This is a little bit uncomfortable. You know, he now has uh, 22 allegations of sexual misconduct, and they are civil allegations. Let's keep that clear. They are civil and not criminal allegations. So, Number one, I want your thoughts on that. And number two, put your GM hat back on. You are now the general manager of the Texans. Did you cut Deshaun? Did you trade him? What would you do right now? So first, how you feel about it, and then what would you do as a GM? Well, how I feel about it, I mean, it's it's tough because, you know, um, a lot of times when you get a, a lot of people against you like this, you know, um, when one comes through, then two, and now it's, it's tw- up to like 22 now. You know, the first thing people think is um, it's got there's got to be some truth in it somewhere, you know, and and it probably is. And, you know, I just think it's a it's a tough thing. He has to be more careful with, you know, with stuff like that. And, you know, hopefully it's you know, hopefully it's not true. But I mean, he's going to I mean, he's going to have to shell out some money regardless, you know. Um, So I just think it's tough. I don't know if it's true or not. So I don't want to I don't want to condemn the man or anything like that. But. You know, we'll see where it goes from there. Now, as far as the GM part, man, um, I would keep him. I would keep him, or if I can get a good trade, I would do it. Here's the thing. I know nobody's really going to trade for him um, because of the allegations and stuff that's going on, but, I mean, I'm not – I wouldn't want to just get rid of him and give up on him, and then it comes out that the stuff is not true. You know, he still has a case going. You know, in my mind, you're innocent till proven guilty. And I mean, in the position that he's in, yeah, he may have been a little reckless, but I don't know if this stuff is totally true, if it's fabricated or not. Now, if it comes out that this stuff is totally true and he did all that stuff and he was wrong and all that, then, you know, shoot, I let him go. But um, he's good enough to where I want him on my team and hopefully the stuff right. is true and, and hopefully it works out. So I would keep him. I'll probably say uh, I'll start with the GM. As a GM, I would love to trade him, but he has no value. Exactly. His value is totally dead. If I trade him, I'm definitely going to lose the trade. Um, 
at best, you may be able to get one first rounder just because of the, mm-hmm. the level of heat now. And I know he has 18 women saying that he didn't, you know, uh, conduct himself in a bad way. And I know he's saying that it was consensual. But with 22 allegations, it's really, really hard to say that was consensual every time if someone else is saying it wasn't. And I'm not saying that it's true. I don't know. I wasn't there. But as a GM, all I can do is hold on to him and just hope to just, you know, you don't want to be here anyway. So you're going to stay home. So at least no one's coming to the facility to ask questions or to interview you, which is good. So it takes a little bit of attention off of me. All I can do is hope to keep you and hope this blows over and I can trade you at a different point. Now, if this goes into criminal, that's why I would keep it. Number one, it's not a criminal case. It's a civil case. Yeah. If this goes into a criminal proceeding, I may have to move differently and just cut bait because mm-hmm. that's a hard trial to win, 22 yeah. allegations. And even if you somehow win and, and, and beat the case, your trade value is still going to be really, really low. Yeah, but KP, yeah, KP, the, the thing about it, it's just there's a there's money involved. And yeah. and when money, and when money's involved, I don't care if it's one person or 53 people, they could all be lying because they all want money. You know, it's, so that's why I'm just like, it's I would definitely keep them. Um it, it's just kind of hard to, you know, figure out really what to do, but I would probably keep them because there's money involved and they're probably- Right, be- but then on the flip side, you have folks saying, hey, when there's smoke, there's fire, right? So you have, uh, you know, Brett Ratner, we found out that he was involved in allegations. You have Matt Lauer, you have mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. Remember at the beginning, most people were like, oh, this is two women, what are they talking about? This is crazy. Ended up being like 50. and mm-hmm. ended up being true. You know, the same thing with R. Kelly. For years, people were like, oh, I don't know, maybe so. No, R. Kelly. And now you knew. found out it's worse. And well, even even though, even those of us that, that knew it was true, it was worse when we actually found out the truth. Understandable, but so you know that's, that's why I said to me, it's like if this goes to a criminal proceeding, I don't see where I'm gonna ever have value to trade you. So I might as well cut you. Oh, yeah, you don't no, want to be no. here anyway. So why am I gonna pay you? And you don't want to be here anyway. Yeah, that's the criminal proceeding. I, I understand that, but the way it is yeah. right. I don't care if it's 22, 32, 52, 62, <laughs> right, whatever. Right. I can't really necessarily, because there's money involved. A lot of people are going to come in and try to get their share. Anybody, most of the people that touched him, most of the people that he's been involved with, a lot of them, if they're money hungry or if they're broke or if they're hurting or something like that, this is their opportunity to get in and then try to get some type of money. So I don't know if it's if it's true. And I'm not saying that they're doing that, so I don't want anybody listening to this, you know, me you know, blaming the victim or anything like that, but I'm looking at it both ways. It could be either way. He could be wrong. Right. Yeah, he could, it you could know, be, so. like you said, it could be an opportunistic thing, like a like a, uh, a class action lawsuit. It also could be yeah. there's smoke and there's fire. This dude is out here acting a fool. Like, look at Darren Sharpe. Mm-hmm. He had a great reputation. Nobody would have ever thought that he was a, a, a phenomenal player and come yeah. to find out the dude is a sexual predator and he's out here, he's a serial rapist. Now he's in prison. Mm-hmm. So it totally yeah. shocked everybody. And if it's true, I kind of put it in that realm that like, man, that is so sad. You don't yeah. But that shows that you have a problem too, though, if you're doing that. Oh, yeah. And to me, still, it, it, and if it isn't true, it's also decision making, dude. What are you doing? Basically, you got 22 saying you did it, 18 saying you didn't. That's over 40 people massaging you in a year. 40 <laughs> different people. 
What are you yeah, doing yeah. getting 40 massages by 40 different people and you could pay one professional to come and do what they do and come back and go and that's it. Maybe he was that's just crazy. trying different people to maybe he was trying different people to see who was best. You know, he didn't want to just yeah, say but even if it was like, but here's the thing too. <laughs> You're getting into the physical with the masseuse. The masseuse is supposed to give you a massage to get you right on the field, not 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 handle the business. So yeah, yeah. if that's going on, <laughs> you're an NFL player. You could easily meet someone that wants to do that without getting yourself in trouble. So mm -hmm. that's decision making. And again, you're my core. You're making bad decisions. I'm gonna have to get rid of you. Here's my last question on here. Let's just say, let's play it out, that he gets out of this or he beats or he pays the money, right? He pays the money or whatever, or he, they reach a settlement, or he just wins the case, either one. Because I think mm -hmm. either one is, is bad no matter what. Because now, yeah. in the public opinion, his, his reputation is trash. Mm -hmm. What do you think his actual value is? Do you feel like you'd be able to get a good trade or we just go ahead and cut him when it's over? That's going to be hard as far as value. I mean, if he... If he wins the case, if he beats the case, then you might be able to really, um, you might be able to do something. You're not going to get a whole lot, but I mean, either you can keep him, but if he doesn't want to be there and you you have to get rid of him, you might be able to, you know, get out of all the teams, you might be able to get something, you know. Right. Um, now, I feel it, like it's like you're getting second round picks now, you're not getting first, or you're getting one first. To me, that even if he, unless, unless he basically ends up in a situation where folks come out and say, hey, I lied, and they admit to lying, mm -hmm. His reputation shot either way. He can't come back to Houston oh, yeah, if he wanted to. It's, that's done. Yeah, he has to leave Houston. Yeah, but getting something for him is is better than nothing. You know, if you can get anything for him, anything that can help your team, you know, something's better than nothing. So, right. So, well, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. So, yeah. let's talk about your boy Brett Favre. Now, mm -hmm. in high school, all of us were, were Brett Favre fans, and later on, we found out the guy's a little bit trash. He, he has. He has his own yeah. sexual allegations and, and misconduct. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he recently gave a statement that he felt like people weren't watching the game anymore uh, because athletes have brought politics into football and people just want to watch football, right? And mm -hmm. now he's made the comment that he felt like Derek Chauvin did not mean to kill George Floyd. What he did was wrong and it was uh, bad, but it was not intentional. So first, let's deal with the, you know, basically to shut up and play. I, I'll give my opinion. I, I think that's totally ridiculous. People say that mm -hmm. because they don't agree with what you're saying. Yeah. People have no issue with it when you agree with what you're saying. When you say you don't want politics and sports, politics and sports is 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 doing the, the players stand up for the flag. Uh, it's the mm -hmm. you know America unite. It's to support the military. That's all. To nine eleven. Right. That's yeah. political, right? It's political yeah. because you agree with it and it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. if I get up and I give a speech, I support the troops. I love the troops. I donate money, you know, to veterans. Nobody has an issue with that. But if I get up there and say Black Lives Matter and I don't agree with how this country polices uh, people of color, everybody, ha well, not say everybody, but some folks have an issue with that because they don't see that issue. They don't understand it. They don't want to understand it or they just don't, they don't they care. Not to see it, or they don't care. Yeah. yeah. But I still have the right to say that. So I, I don't agree with this shut up and play anything. If you have a platform, use your platform to advance the message. And I applaud those who have done that over the last year. Obviously, LeBron James, we know the sacrifice Colin Kaepernick made to advance the message. 
and a lot of others that have participated. Um, Michael, um, Michael, uh, I'm sorry, I can't think of his name, plays for the Saints, uh, safety. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. Again, advance the message. Like what Doc Rivers said, uh, I thought that was very powerful to explain why do we love this country when it does not love us back. Uh, yeah. That's very, very powerful. So, I mean, what's your take on that? Yeah, so, of course, definitely, I don't agree with with Brett Favre and saying, um, you know, about bringing politics into sports because politics has always been in the sports. You know, it's okay, you know, 9-11 happened and it's, you know, that's all through sports and patriotic that and all that. But when it comes to just our people, it comes to black people and things happening to them, you know, people say that we're whining and stuff like that. But when it comes to stuff that's happening to black people, they don't care. You know, the people don't care. And they say, hey, they're basically saying, I don't want to hear it. Don't bring it over here. Let me do what I do because you're not important. That's basically right. what I'm saying. You just know, so me, basically. Just yeah, just enter, yeah, just entertain me. I don't care what's happening. You all you all die, you get killed, you get hurt, you lose your loved ones. That doesn't matter. I just want to be entertained. And that's how it's always been. So I don't expect anything different from them. You know, um, so I say we just keep doing it. We keep bringing it into sports. There's there's nothing they can do about it. Um, we're, you know, black people are some of the most entertaining people. So you're not going to stop watching the sport. So, hey, right. Watch the sport. Well, according to him, they are. They have stopped. Yeah. They'll. Which I think is ridiculous. You know, there's, there's other reasons. Here's the thing. When you watch an NFL game or NBA game, Major League Baseball, any of that stuff, these guys are not giving political speeches before they get on the court. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They're giving a speech or they're, they're giving their opinion when they get interviewed. Like what the WNBA players did during the election, yeah. I thought was very powerful. They spoke up. Mm-hmm. How powerful is it that you are playing for the Atlanta Dream and your owner does not believe in Black Lives Matter and you wear a shirt and tell them to vote for her opponent? That's yeah. that they can't get any more American than that because that's freedom of speech. That is the mm-hmm. epitome of what America is about, which I thought was excellent. You know, I applaud exactly. the ladies for doing that. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. And then this Derek Chauvin thing. I don't know how you can watch this video unless you choose to not see it or you don't want to admit that you have a level of racism, that you cannot see that that was intentional. There was nothing that he did that was questionable where maybe he had to mm-hmm. make a split decision. You sat on this man's neck for over nine minutes. That's intentional. Yeah. It can't be any other exactly. way. It wasn't exactly. like it was, you know, the recent situation that happened here uh, where the young lady was, you know, was stabbed the other young lady and the police officer shot her. And again, I don't agree with that. I feel like you, we got to figure out some way that the person doesn't have to die in the incident. That's a little ridiculous that every time it's a, it's life or death. It's got to be a, a non-lethal way to disarm her or maybe a way to wound her mm-hmm. and and then now the incident is over. So because I, I say when, you, when you're when you doing that, you can't say that you were totally protecting her. What if you miss and hit the person you're trying to save? So, yeah. I mean, and that's a story for another day. But at the same time, it wasn't a split decision thing that Derek Chauvin did. It was an intentional thing that he did to exert power. So Almost I don't see definitely. how you can watch that video and say it wasn't intentional. That's the way you feel. You're trash and keep that to yourself is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, George Floyd, it, I mean, you look at it, it's not like he was up tackling down the officers and and physically trying to, uh, you know, hurt or attack the officers or nothing. No, he was down on the ground and, and you were on his neck, you know. So, I mean, if you're on anybody's neck for that long, you're going to kill him. 
you know, understand. I don't see how he doesn't know that. I mean, he's trained. He's a trained cop. He's a trained professional. He should know this. First of all, he shouldn't be on that man's neck like that. The guy's on the ground. There's multiple of y'all. He's not being aggressive. He's not attacking you all. Well, he's already handcuffed, too. Yeah, and he's already handcuffed. So I'm like, what is he going to do? You know, I'm sure you already checked him. You know, he doesn't. And he can't get to it because he's handcuffed anyway, you know, so get off the man's neck, you know? So yeah, no, it was intentional. He did that on purpose. He tried to kill him and he did, he accomplished what he did and he needs to be locked away forever. Here's what Brett Favre reminded me of. Remember my grandma used to say, it's one thing to be a fool. It's another thing to open your mouth and let everybody know it. Exactly. Sometimes you need to keep your opinion to yourself. She used to tell me it's a mind, it's a time to speak your mind, it's a time to mind your speech. That was the time yeah. to mind your speech. Mm-hmm. Because you only make yourself look bad. If I was Wrangler, I would distance myself from you. You wouldn't be doing no more ass for me. If I was Copper Fit, you would be doing no more ass for me like that. I can't have that midnight yeah. brain. So we'll go ahead and keep it moving. So you know, let, let's jump into to your to your one of your favorite sports, boxing. So what you got oh, yeah. on that, man? Yeah, so. They got um, Logan Paul going up against Floyd Mayweather um, in their exhibition. Um, I'm not really with it too much. I mean, it's it's fine. Here, here's the thing with it. I like kind of what it's doing for boxing because people aren't really looking at boxing. People aren't really thinking about boxing. So this is actually bringing light to boxing. It actually could put some money in some people's pockets. Um, but on the flip side, I don't think as great as, as Floyd Mayweather is, you know, he's like one of the greats, one of the all-time greats. Some people see him as the greatest, you know, he's definitely top five. Mm -hmm. Logan Paul should be able to get in the ring with a great like that. All these other people who have sacrificed, who have went through all of this to, to get there and didn't even get a chance to get in the ring with this man. Then all suddenly this guy who's, 0-1, 0-1, who lost his fight already, you know, yeah, he's not yeah, even undefeated. Brother, I'm thinking about his brother. You know, I'm about, gets to I'm get in there. Jake Paul. I'm thinking about Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul's the one who's been winning. Yeah, yeah, because he put Nate Robinson to sleep, put him to bed. Yeah, Logan Paul's the other one. He's not winning. He just got, he's famous on Instagram, you know? And now he's about to go up against Floyd Mayweather. I mean, it would have even been better if Mayweather went against Jake Paul instead right. of Logan Paul, but... He's going against Logan Paul. Um, you know, I, I get I get why Mayweather's doing it because he's money Mayweather. He's all about the money. So right. he, and this is going to be big. He's going to get a lot of money off of this because of the hype, the YouTube. Yeah, he's getting like fifteen million just for. Yeah, take and he'll probably get more than that. that. Yeah. yeah, he'll probably get more than that. So I understand why Mayweather's doing it, but it's not like he just needs the money. You know, and and why let this guy get in the ring? I mean, if that's the case, you and I can build ourselves up on YouTube and be like, hey, I want to get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. We can make a quick 15 million. I'll get in there and get beat up for 15 million dollars. Or go ahead, ahead. I'll raise my hand, knock me out for five million. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a discount, knock me out for five. You know what? I'll just take a cool million. How about that? I'll take a cool million. Right. (laughs) I'm gonna do you a favor. You go ahead and get the the 20 and just give me the one. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so I, you know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. But I, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a t- double-edged sword. It's kind of a disgrace to boxing. Right. It actually gets people thinking about boxing because 
really without this, nobody's really thinking about boxing like that. So right, because Tyson Fury is not—he's not fighting anybody. I mean, yeah, boxing's in a weird space, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up. We had Mike Tyson. We had Evander Holyfield. Uh, mm-hmm. Even in the other class, we had Oscar De La Hoya. We had uh, uh, so many great fighters. You know, Roy Jones, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Pernell Whitaker. So we okay. had guys to watch, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know if I want to say there's a lack of guys to watch because I don't think that's the case. I just think none of them are dynamic. None of them are a reason yeah. to watch. Like they're not even Zab Judah dynamic. Yeah. You know, when you're rooting against well, the pers- guy something, I mean, they have no personality. Maybe that's what it is. That's what I was going to say. Personality is everything, man. Um, you can be good. There are good boxers. Yeah, out. like Adrian Broder is not a great boxer, but he does have personality. Exactly. And you want to root against him. You want to see him lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he don't win crazy, so it's like he's gone. Right. But he's not even personality is everything. Right. So I think that's mm-hmm. some of it. And then the heavyweight division is really lacking. There's, there's yeah. no guy that puts the fear in anybody. And again, mm-hmm. not take anything away from Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder, but no one's afraid of either one of them. No, not at all. You know, and I, I like Fury because he, he is hard to hit for a, a heavyweight. But, I mean, there's so many other great dynamic heavyweights that have come before him here's, that are far more entertaining. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's, here's the problem right here. In boxing, we are more amped to watch – an old Mike Tyson and an old Roy Jones, we're, we're more apt to watch them than to watch your top boxers fight. Right. That's the problem. You know, yeah, that's the problem. We want to watch. So now they're talking about Tyson and Holyfield. They're supposed to go in. They're supposed to fight. You know, Tyson already turned it down. He already said no. Well, he turned it down, but then um, I heard that they re, um, are re-engaged. He negotiated. Yeah, so that could that could actually happen. I don't want to see a third fight. We're good. It's, it's no, they good. don't need to. They don't need I mean, to. Even and if Tyson I mean, honestly, wins the fight, let's just say he knocks him out and we finally get the Tyson not, win that we always wanted. It doesn't mean anything. It's not going to mean anything. Yeah, it's not going to mean anything at all. Unfortunately, I got to put this disclaimer out there. So in high school, we were, we're that old. That's when they fought the first time. And mm-hmm. we went to school with Evander Holyfield's nephew. No names, please. But he knows who he is. Uh, mm-hmm. He bet money that I had to give up. You know, we, we put some put some juice boxes on it. And I definitely lost. I lost those apples because mm-hmm. I just knew that. I said, "Man, your uncle's gonna get killed, man. He's gonna die." Oh, yeah. man, I did not want to show up to school the next day after that first fight, bro. I did not want to show mm-hmm. up to school, man. I felt so embarrassed because my guy, he didn't come through for me, you know. Oh, yeah. And he beat Mike Tyson convincingly. I hate to say it because Tyson is my favorite oh, boxer of all time, but Evander Holyfield just had his number. Now boxed him, and then the second time was just a, was just a, I don't know, a carnival. Yeah, clown. <laughs> it was a clown show, you know. So we don't want to talk about the second time, man. You know, because I love Tyson. He, he put the fear in the people. Everybody was afraid of him. He was dynamic to watch. His his knockouts are still entertaining. And maybe some of it is that we don't want to let go of the old, but if you look at other sports, basketball is probably a great comparison. Everybody's attention to continue to get you to watch basketball. I can't really say that about boxing. Probably since Lennox Lewis might be the last great heavyweight that anybody even cared about. Yeah, that's so, true. 
you know, and that, and he's been done for almost what, 25 years now, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, you know, I think this thing with Floyd is, is really bushly. I have to be honest, man. It looks ridiculous. It's a clown show. You might as well but just fight guys off the street, man. I mean, yeah, but point, here's the thing. He might as well fight, uh, you know, Ric Flair or something. Well, he's too old, <laughs> but... I yeah, mean, he might yeah. even start fighting wrestlers now. Fight uh, Kofi Kingston at this point. I mean, this is yeah. getting silly now. It's getting really silly. But I'm going to watch it, though. And that's the no, whole... I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to watch it. But and that's the, the thing. thing. If you tune in, there's no way Floyd should not knock this man out in of the course. first round. There's no way this should go more than one round. If mm-hmm. Jake Paul can knock out Nate Robinson and make him look bad in one round, if I do watch this, you better pulverize this guy. I don't want to see none of that defensive stuff. I don't want to see you run around the ring. I want to see you put this guy to sleep and embarrass him. That's what we should see. Right. So tell me this, KP. If you were considered one of the top boxers to ever butt, and then you get a guy like Jake Paul or Logan Paul, you know, wanting to fight you, and you can make a quick 30, 40 million off of this, would you do it? No. If, no. At his level, He's Michael yeah. Jordan. Michael Jordan's not going to play me one-on-one. He wouldn't even give me the time of day. He would look at me crazy and be like, are you serious? Like, that'd be like Mike playing LeVar Ball one-on-one. Why would he waste his time doing that? Here, MJ. But and, he would if you had the right no, amount of money to do it. No, MJ would not waste his time with LeVar Ball. MJ, let, let me tell you why MJ would do it. I'll tell you why, because he's a gambler. He has a gambling problem. The MJ and I'm like, hey, I got $50 million right here says that I can beat you. If you win, you got to go on social media and let everybody know that I beat you. If I win, I give you this $50 million. He'll do that because he's a gambler. He likes to gamble. Yeah, but he, the person has to have some level of cachet for Mike to take that on. I think Mike would do it if it was like, I'm trying to think of somebody that's retired to is probably still in shape mm-hmm. to play that you actually want yeah. to see Mike play. Like if he played Isaiah Thomas, I, it, it probably would be, you know, they're both old. Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't be really watchable. But maybe Magic. Yeah. If Magic said, let's play one on one and we'll put it on, uh, we'll put it on YouTube, Mike would probably do that because he respects Magic and Magic has a level of cachet. Even if, uh, I think look, he... God, God bless the dead, if Kobe Bryant was still alive and they're both old now, Mike would probably take the challenge and I would actually watch that. Even though I know mm-hmm. Kobe's so much younger than him, it should easily watch Mike, just just yeah. based on the age. It would have to be something like that. I can't see him, some YouTube guy. Yeah, I'll play you one on one for a million dollars. Are you kidding me? Ten million dollars? That's ain't worth his time. <laughs> no, not at all. Not not a million or ten million dollars. That's why I said. That's 100. what I'm saying. That's why I'm like with Floyd. The twenty million, you money Mayweather. You worth yeah, like two hundred million dollars. What's the point? What yeah, but Floyd's all here? about the money, man. Floyd's all about the money. Here? You, yeah, because you got to think, Floyd already boxed that um, kickboxer dude. Right, he already did that ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, and a, he made, and that was, took, yeah, and that was less class. money. He only got like ten million off that. He'd probably get more off that. <laughs> Gonna do it. The better question would be like, would Mike Tyson do that? And I know he wouldn't. He would not waste his time with some YouTuber. No, like, he probably won't. I mean, he, I mean, he's even older. I'm sure he would easily beat the guy up. Yeah, but Mike Tyson might really hurt somebody. You know, for, uh, he he really shouldn't do it. 
Right, so I'm out on that. Next, man. I'm out on that. Yeah, yeah, nah. So the next thing we're gonna get off of boxing, we're gonna jump into basketball. And um, right now, the Lakers, the Lakers, you know, uh, they're they're hurt right now. Um, LeBron was out. Anthony Davis just came back, and they still been losing, um, even with Anthony Davis back. So how do you think they're gonna finish? How, yeah, how do you think they're gonna finish the season? Or you think they're gonna wind up in the play-in, or what do you think is gonna happen? I think they're going to wind up in the play. I mean, everybody's against me. And I'm going to preface this by this. I love Bron. Anybody knows me personally knows that because Bron is from Ohio just like mm -hmm. me. You know? Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm a lifelong Cavs fan. And I still want to. So I'm rooting for Bron. I'm not yeah. worried about Bron. I think he's going to be just fine. I'm mm -hmm. really worried about AD. Can he finish the season? And he's looked good when he's come back, but I'm really worried that as the games go on, is this going to end up like Kevin Durant? Yeah. So when you get a more serious injury or you get re-injured, like or like kind of what happened to uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, is this going to end up like that? So to me, AD is such the S factor. And even, let's say, AD gets injured at the end or in the playoffs, you may not agree with me, but Brian is good enough to get you to the finals no matter who your competition is, because I watched it happen being a Cavs fan. In 18, our team was awful. And he took us to the finals, and had JR not messed up, who knows, he might have won two games, you know? Uh, Bruh. That's, that's neither here nor there, and that's 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 over. It doesn't matter. You we might have won the series. We, won, we, we definitely would have won that game. That's why I said we might have won two, because we would have won game one. We were already up. We would have won game one. We might have won game two. So we might have won another game somewhere in the series. Maybe one back at home or something like that. So but I think the Lakers going to end up in the play-in. If Anthony Davis is healthy, it's going to be a repeat. Because now that you have Drummond, you can control the boards. You got Harold. You got so many different ways you can play and match up with teams. And teams can't really match up with you. And I know that the combination mm -hmm. is different. Then JaVale and Dwight, and I do, I like what JaVale and Dwight did, and I wish they had kept JaVale. I thought that was a bad decision in retrospect, because Powell, I mean, uh, it's not Powell, but um, uh, his brother. Uh, Mark is Mark is washed Mark. up. Washed. He's washed. Mark is washed. Oh, yeah. And I said that when he came. I said he's washed. I don't know why he even wanted him. He's he looked washed before he got there. I said mm -hmm. that from the beginning. So I wasn't, I was never a fan of that move of bringing him in. I would have kept JaVale. I always had a high opinion of JaVale, even when he was making a fool of himself in Washington, uh, because I saw his athleticism and I love the way he plays. Uh, he, he don't he don't take any plays off. So I definitely would have kept him. I understand you didn't you can't control what Dwight Howard does because he was a free agent. So he had no control over that. Um, mm -hmm. But if everybody is healthy, especially if AD is healthy, they're going to repeat. Without AD, they go to the finals and they lose to either uh, Brooklyn or, or Philadelphia. So, so maybe so but they go to the finals and lose. Yeah. So here's the thing, man. With AD, I think with a healthy AD and a little cohesiveness, you know, if Drummond starts playing how he should, if he focuses more on you know rebounding and block shots and stuff like that, you know, they could win the championship. You know, I think they they could win it. Without AD, without AD, I don't think they make it to the finals. 
Um, I know you were saying LeBron, you know, he did it before with a cast team, but that was in the East and the East was white. The East wasn't that good. That's different. In the West, with the teams that we have out West right now, without AD, the Lakers, and the Lakers, my squad, that's my team, but the Lakers don't make it to the finals without AD. Um, so, all right, real quick. Mm-hmm. If you say they don't make it to the finals, who beats them? Then? Let's say AD gets hurt along the way. Where do they, where do they lose at? Eastern Conference Finals or they don't even make – I mean, Western Conference Finals, they don't even make it that far. Well, that just depends. It depends on how it stacks up. So, it dep- and it depends on who they go who they go against in each round. So, like, if they go against the Clippers and they don't have AD, I don't think they beat the Clippers without AD. Um, I think any of those teams really – like so they the, beat Utah without AD? Can they beat Utah without AD? Uh-huh. I think it would be a tough series. I don't think they beat Denver without AD. I agree with that one. I think Denver would beat them without AD. I think the Clippers would beat them without AD. Utah, it'd be a it'd be a close series. It depends on how Utah is playing. I don't think Utah is a championship team. Um, I just think they're having a good season. But without AD, Utah has a chance to beat them. I think with AD, I don't think Utah has a chance at all. So that's the difference. What about I, what about uh, Phoenix? Phoenix, Phoenix without AD has the chance, and I think Phoenix is a real good team with Chris Paul there. Nobody likes to really give them a chance because they weren't in the playoffs years before. Um, but with Chris Paul, it just took them to a whole nother level. And I think with Chris Paul, if you take AD out that lineup, they have a chance. They're like Utah. They have a chance to really beat them. I think with AD, a healthy AD, and all of them together and cohesive, the Suns and the Utah Jazz don't stand a chance to beat the Lakers. I think the Lakers really would be any of the teams. I think they'll beat the Clippers. The Clippers have a chance still, but I think they'll beat the Clippers, everybody. But without AD, yeah. You know, I don't think the um, Lakers have a chance of making it to the finals unless, you know, barring injuries, unless other teams become injured. Because right now the Clippers are injured. So, you know, it just depends on injuries and stuff. Yeah, because the Clippers just signed Yogi Ferreira. I'm like, "Mm, okay, he hasn't played and I don't know when. He was supposed to be good when he left Oklahoma and it didn't pan Mm -hmm. out for him in Sacramento. So, yeah, it's just, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, all the guys are injured right now. So, so let me ask you this. All right. Uh, Western Conference Finals. Uh, you said that you felt confident. I think Utah, with them healthy, that Utah wins one game, maybe two. I think the uh, Phoenix Suns are a bigger threat. Denver's a, mm-hmm. are still a real threat, no matter what, because yeah. they got Yoke. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Jamal Murray is not there. He's hurt, but you still got Yoke, and they're still playing good. Porter's starting to turn it on. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. play my boy Bobo. Bo. You hear me talk about that man all the time. But you yeah, I know. They, just, they, they do him wrong. They've ruined that man's career. Please yeah. trade him. Trade him to the Cavs. We need it. So anyway, um, I do see that. Uh, let's just say they come out the Western Conference, right? I want to know, uh, do you think they, they still take it all if, if the Nets are there? Yeah, I think they can beat the Nets. And the reason why I think they can beat the Nets, one, the Nets, they don't have the cohesion right now because they haven't really been mm-hmm. playing. So they got great players, but the problem with the Nets is they're a terrible defensive team. They're a terrible defensive team, and that's what's going to hurt them because any team can score 120 points on, on the Nets. You can be the worst scoring team like Cleveland, who beat them twice, you yeah. know, um, or you can be the best scoring team, but you can score 120 plus. Yeah, we're dealing with James Harden. 
Yeah. With James Harden. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. The Nets, I'm not too thrilled with just because of the fact that they don't play good defense. And they were, they were like, they went and got LaMarcus Aldridge. I know he's retired now, but they went and got LaMarcus Aldridge and was saying, hey, he's going to be our defender. He's a guy that's going to shut people down. And he's not even a true defender like that. You know, and right. lost him. Yeah, they, the, the Nets may not even make it out of the East. And that's the crazy thing. I think they could. You know, they got a, they got a lot of – they can outscore teams, but they may not even make it out of the East just because of their defense or liability. So, I think right. they can take any team. And if they go against Philly, I, I think the Lakers got Philly. So Yeah, because the Philly just doesn't have enough offensive firepower to, to, to play with exactly. them. You know, Ben Simmons, unless he turns into Scotty Pippen somehow, I don't see yeah. it. Uh, I think the Bucks would give a good series because Giannis, you know, mm-hmm. he's always going to be dynamic. Obviously, the Nets would give a good series because of the star power. Yeah. Uh, but I think the issue would be for the Nets, you, you can't control the boards. Exactly. Once AD and Drummond in there, I mean, DeAndre Look, is a little washed, and they, they just can't control the boards, man. Dr- and DeAndre's going to be Yeah, Drummond's going to look like he's Will Chamberlain when he goes up against the net. <laughs> you know, Drummond's going to get like 30 points and 25 rebounds, you know, 35 points and 25 rebounds. He's going to kill them down there in the paint. So, Well, another thing, too, with the Lakers, healthy, I don't know how you're going to defend that pick and roll because it can come from LeBron, it can come from Dennis Schroeder, it can come from Anthony Davis. They yeah. have so many different ways to run it that makes them so mm-hmm. dangerous. So yeah, yeah. let's just hope they get healthy. So let's yeah, talk I, about the other team we mentioned, the Phoenix Suns. See, nobody want to talk about. And I'm excited about the Suns. I really love the way they're playing. I love what Chris Paul yeah. has done to them. Chris Paul has proved I'm not washed. I'm not even close. Because they weren't mm-hmm. even a playoff team, and now they're fighting for the number one spot, and I hope they get it. The number one spot, yeah. I hope they get the number one spot. So mm-hmm. – I want to see them in the Western Conference Finals more than everybody want to see the Clippers. I don't. I'm not even that. It, I think the Clippers are going to be a disappointment. They play the Lakers. They're going to get embarrassed. Oh yeah. So, but what's your thoughts on Phoenix and Chris Paul with Phoenix? Well, Phoenix, I have to say, um, you know, I always thought that they could be a good team. They played well um, last year in the play-in, and um, you know, I mean, in a bubble, they played good there. Um, and with Chris Paul, Chris Paul just He's doing the same thing he did with the Thunder. You know, he turned a young team into, into a real good team. And now he's turned this young team into a possible great team if they can, you know, get it together and if they can keep Chris Paul for, you know, a couple more seasons, you know, um, you know, mentoring those young guys and everything. But I think Chris Paul with that team is dynamic. Um, they may not win a championship and they may not make it to the finals. Um, I think they can if the Lakers are injured. You know, but I mean, if the Lakers are not injured, the the Suns, I don't believe, are going to go anywhere. But they're playing good, and I think Chris Paul should really—they should really be looking at Chris Paul as a possible MVP. I know Jokic is probably going to get it, but Chris Paul played this season. I mean, he turned a bad team, a team that wasn't a playoff team, into the top team in the West. You know, not not playoff team, but number one. In the West, you know, nobody expected that. So, you know, I have to I have to really give it up to him. I would agree. I don't know why Chris Paul is not in the MVP conversation. He should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, these guys were not in the playoffs at all. They weren't even close. It wasn't like they barely missed the eighth seed. 
Yeah. Um, you know, DeAndre Aiden was like, was he a good pick? Uh, maybe he wasn't. You know, people on the fence now about he him. is. Now he's a great mm-hmm. pick. Now everybody yeah. loves him and says he's he's yep. the greatest thing since sliced bread. But because mm-hmm. look at what Chris Paul did. This is what he did for Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler didn't look so good until he started playing with Chris Paul. Exactly. You know, the same thing with DeAndre Jordan. People don't remember. He was with the Clippers for a while before Chris Paul showed up, and he was a bitch warmer. Nobody even heard of DeAndre Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. David. When Chris Paul showed up, he looked like a star. Mm-hmm. So, David West. David West. He was, a, he was an all-star with Chris right. Paul. Another guy. You know. So, I mean, Chris Paul's got a proven track record of mm-hmm. making guys look great. You know, and he did it in Houston. I know that they had James Harden and all of that. But I thought he took – I mean, they were one injury away from beating Golden State. Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. injury away from going to the finals and beating Golden State with Kevin Durant. With so, Kevin Durant. Like, come on. You know? <laughs> I mean, I've taken my, my, my uh, fandom of LeBron James out of it, Chris Paul is the MVP, and I hate to say that because I like Yoke. Yeah. Yoke is like one of my favorite players, but I have to give it to Chris Paul. And I'm, I mean, Most if, if the Lakers are, are injured. I'm rooting hard for the Suns. And yeah. I love it too, just from the fact of being a 90s fan. You know, they haven't mm-hmm. been good since Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley, really consistently. Yeah. You know, and I know they had their I run mean, with Steve Nash. They had a run Yeah, with they Steve were good Nash. with Steve Nash, you know. Yeah. They had a short little run with Penny and, and, and Jason Kidd. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, even the Steve Nash era was not where Kevin and Charles were. Mm-hmm. So, and they didn't get to the finals. Kevin and Charles got to the finals. So yeah, they did. That's why I said that was, they haven't really got to that level yet. But man, this is really exciting. They haven't been relevant since Steve Nash, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, this is very exciting, and I want to see them do well. I hope they make it to the Western Conference Finals. I love it for Devin Booker. He's finally getting to shine like he should. Um, and then I love it for Aiden. You know, I'm a big Aiden fan, you know, and I mm-hmm. know he went to school in Arizona, so it's cool to see him succeed. And I think that's an important NBA market. That's one of those markets that is important like Portland, you know, when it comes to the West as far as the traditional markets doing well. So I hope they make it to the Western Conference Finals. Hopefully Chris Paul starts getting some votes for MVP because he surely deserves it, even though he don't score as much as Giannis. That some of these other guys are in B, but I can't give it to him. B. You know, he hadn't played enough games. Jokic, you know, uh, like I can't give it to Bron. At this point, Bron has not played enough games. I'll probably say to me, my top three MVP votes will probably be uh, in no specific order would be Chris Paul, would be Yoke, and would be Luca. Be Luca the Don. I look at it like he's a a monster. Because if you take Luca off that team, they're in the lottery again. I got you, but you, but you can say that about almost any um star player. You take them no, off. No, no, take, Okay, okay. Listen to this. Listen to this. Take Giannis off of the Bucks. They're a lottery. You yeah. take any player. Okay, well, I'll put Giannis at four. Giannis would be number four. But I'm he just has saying the majority of the season. He has played the majority. Yeah. Of the take take Dame off the Blazers. McCollum ain't taking them nowhere. They, I, like Dame. I like Dame time. I like Dame time. I don't got nothing against Dame time, but I think they might they might just slide in at the bottom or be in the playoff. No. Without Dame, they're not a playoff team. They'd be in the playoff. They'd be in the playing situation. They're this year. Without no, Dame, they they're in the playing. They're in the playing. No, they're not. 
without Dame, they're not in the plan. They're, that's like saying that Dame is a legitimate MVP candidate, is he? He is. He is a legitimate MVP candidate. Dame been balling. Everybody yeah, says they underrate Dame so much. Dame, Damian Lillard, his team, year after year, last year and this year, everybody's been injured. McCollum's been injured for a lot of the season. Their big guy been injured, you know, most of the season. Like, they carrying the load by itself, and they're still in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, but they still got that bad boy CJ, too, and that helps. But CJ hasn't been there the whole season. That's what I'm saying. Like, CJ's been injured a lot of the season, and they're still in the playoffs. That's the whole thing. Dame is so, my number So why, why would why would you not give Luka the Don that same, that same love then? Because – Luca keeps not, it irrelevant, and now he's I, turning I'm, it on at the right time. Because remember, they were in the plan. Now Luca don't turn it on. They they sitting pretty above I the plan. Underst- I understand that. I understand that, and that's why I say my first is Chris Paul, my second is Jokic, but my third is Dame, and this is the reason why. Because Luca, he's turning it on right now, but at the beginning of the season, going all the way close to the halfway mark, he wasn't really balling. Dame been balling from the beginning. No, he's been dealing with injuries because KP been injured. They've been had a lot of injuries, bro. The Mavs have I understand. I understand. But when Luca when Luca started the season, he was not in real good shape. They've been saying that a lot, and he wasn't balling. I'm not talking about his team winning. Luca just wasn't really balling like that. He wasn't MVP level balling. Dame been MVP level balling all season to keep his team even in the playoff hunt. So that's why I put Dame at number three, and Luca because. Why would I put Luca over so there? Luca would Luca be your fourth pick? Yeah, Luca would be like four or five. You know, he would be four because um Embiid is Embiid is out, you know, had been out for right. if Embiid hadn't been out, then Embiid would be up, you know, like well to me, like if that's like saying if LeBron hadn't been injured, it'd be his he'd be his trophy. No, I, I didn't even think, and this is the thing, man, you know. And LeBron, you know, don't get me wrong. LeBron plays well. He plays good. He's a great player and everything. But the only thing I don't like is LeBron could be playing. Somebody else can be playing just as good as LeBron. And it's LeBron's trophy to lose. You know, I don't like that. I'm like, hey. Well, shoot, the last four years, they don't find a reason for LeBron not to win. I understand. Well, really, last year, LeBron should have been MVP. Last no, year, he, he shouldn't have. MVP. That's the thing. I don't think he should have been MVP last year. You know, because, of course, it's a regular season award. Now, if you count the playoffs, then it's like, okay, yeah, we see. You know what I'm saying? But if you're, but if it's a regular season award, I wouldn't have picked LeBron. I would have picked So you him. feel like LeBron coached during the season and turns it on at the end. Exactly. And he does a lot of times. I mean, don't get me wrong. LeBron is, see, here's the thing about LeBron. LeBron's great. He's a great player. He's greater than anybody that's in the league right now as far as career-wise. So even LeBron at a lower level is still better than a lot of people. So when you look at him, he's putting up some numbers because LeBron knows how to play the game. You know, he knows how to get his numbers. He knows when to do it and all that. But he coasts a lot, too. I can't give an MVP, even though you may be better than this other person. I can't just give you the MVP because you have, you know, some good numbers. You know, I mean, a lot of people have good numbers. James Harden should get it every year, then, if, if that's the case. Or, um, shoot, why why aren't we giving it to Giannis? You know, Giannis is still playing how he's played during his MVP years, you know? so Right. Well, here's the problem with the NBA, and this goes mm-hmm. all the way back probably to MJ. 
eventually they get tired of giving it to the same guy and they got to find a way to not give it to him. And that's what, that's what LeBron has got into now. And Giannis been, the same way. It's been for so long his career uh, in Miami and in Cleveland, they found different ways to give it to someone else when it should have been LeBron probably like six times in a row. But like, and I know that's that. the one thing I do like about baseball and even uh, football. They don't find ways to not give it to someone. Yeah, just give it to them. Where in the NBA, yeah. we want to, you know, let's get Dave Robinson one before he get out of here. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Charles. Yeah. That's not saying Charles didn't deserve MVP or Kevin Garnett didn't deserve it, but some of that is too like, well, we've overlooked you so long. Now it's your turn. Yeah, and, I and feel that's, like that's obvious. Kind of what with Giannis. Yeah, I mean that's obvious. That happens. That happened with Jordan. I think when right. Jordan, uh, when Carl Malone won his, I think Jordan was averaging like thirty something a game. He was leading the league. You know, I mean, he he probably should have got it that right. year. It happens. Like you, how can you really justify Allen Iverson having only one, or Kobe Bryant only having one, or Shaq only having one? Right, and Steve you Nash know? got two of the things. Back but back. but here's the thing: because you got skipped over in the past and years that you should have gotten it, doesn't mean we should make up for it now. And I think LeBron getting the MVP now would just be them making up for him not getting it in the past. I don't think LeBron LeBron should get it now because I think that there are people that being overlooked that are playing better than what LeBron's playing during the season. Now, playoff time come, LeBron shows who's better. But I think during the season, I think guys like this season, I even think um, the Greek freak been playing great. Jokic should be up there. Embiid, if he wasn't um, injured, he definitely would probably be number one if he never got injured. Damian Lillard, he gets overlooked so much, probably because he's in Portland, but Damian Lillard from beginning to end, first of all, he's, he's been, definitely because he's important. Like, yeah, I think it's ridiculous when people say James Harden should be on the list. I'm like, no. dude, first off, the dude powdered his way out of out of Houston. He showed up, like, completely out of shape and looking looking crazy. Then yeah. he goes in New, New Jersey and does the same bull job that Blake Griffin does. Now I can dunk the ball, and now I'm in shape. But it's easy to look good when you're playing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Of course, you could, you're could you going to look great. And the majority of the season, you've been playing with Kyrie Irving. You barely play with Kevin Durant. A lot of times, he's been playing by himself. But he's played a lot of games. He played more games with Kyrie Irving than, than Kevin Durant. Yeah, but and he's played a lot of games by himself because I've been watching that game. Yes, he has. But to mm-hmm. me, he's not the MVP. Now, maybe next season no. when they're all together and – we see mm-hmm. what they look like with all of them being healthy. Maybe he will be. We don't know. But to me, I would definitely say Luca should be there. Dame Dollar should be there before he should. Oh, of course. As an MVP candidate. Dame's number three to me as far as MVP candidate. Luca's in the top five. Dame's in the top five. You know, so. This is where I'm going to leave the MVP thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is why if you are a Hawks fan, which I'm not, but I, I do pay attention to the Hawks. Who's a Hawks I live, fan? I live in I say if you are, if you oh, are. Oh, okay. I live in Atlanta, you know, so I do pay attention to the Hawks. But here's the thing. If you're a Hawks fan, Luka Doncic should haunt you forever. Oh, yeah. Because you this is what we talked about with the NFL. You did not take you took the best player to draft and you moved them just <laughs> to get more draft picks, which makes no sense ever. Yeah. <clears throat> that never works. It didn't work with Kobe Bryant. They took Kobe Bryant, and Charlotte said, we'll take more draft picks and Vladi. How'd that work out for you? It didn't work. Barely. It's not working for the Hawks and Trey Young, and I feel bad for Trey because Trey seems like a really nice dude. He's mm-hmm. a, he can play very well. He's a good player. 
He's an all-star caliber player most of the time, but he's a really most good player. Yeah. To me, I will leave it at this analogy. And watching the Hawks for a long time, it's like trading Dominique Wilkins to get Steve Smith. And that's no Terrible. disrespect on Steve Smith's name because Steve Smith was a very good player. But he yeah, was not it. Neek. No, not at all. He wasn't, Neek was special. Mm-hmm. Neek, his whole career was a top top 10 dude. Probably top yeah. five most of his career. Mm-hmm. He got overlooked a lot like Dane, but you don't do that. Luca is generational. Luca is already headed to the Hall of Fame. Already. Exactly. He gonna get an MVP before he get out of here. It might yeah, get a ring exactly. before he get out of here. Why would you do that? I, I, to this day, I would never understand why they did that trade. I don't and understand either. Trey. He's Trae he was the best player in the draft. He magically fell to and you traded for Trey Young because yeah. you thought he was Steph Curry. Duh, Trey Young is not a generational talent. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's, no. you know, he's barely player. an all-star. He's, oh, a, good he's a good player. You know, but he's he probably won't make like, it. Like Glenn Rice. Remember, Glenn Rice was a good player. Yeah. And that's no disrespect on him, but Glenn mm-hmm. Rice was not Scottie Pippen. He wasn't Reggie Miller. Oh, no. He wasn't, And he was a three-point shooter. He wasn't none of them guys. He was a good player. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway. I really like Tim Hardaway, but he mm-hmm. wasn't no generational player. He wasn't Gary Payton. Sean Kemp. Right. Sean, Sean Kemp. The Rain Man. Sean Kemp's a bad boy. But they were going to they were going to trade him to the Bulls and get Scottie Pippen or whatever. That would have been a terrible trade for the Bulls. And Sean Kemp was a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, good thing for the Bulls that didn't happen. <laughs> you know, they kept Scottie Pippen. Like, look at look at the speaking of speaking of the Bulls and the Sonics. The Sonics traded Scottie Pippen. Remember that. For more mm-hmm. draft picks, how that turned yeah. out for you. Didn't turn out good for him. <laughs> he ended up being a dog. He ended up being an all-time player. So I just I don't really get it. So before we get out of here, man, let's talk about the East, man. What do you, what, who do you see envisioning coming out of the East? I'm gonna give you my two takes, and I'm gonna surprise everybody. Mm-hmm. Please don't make no fool of me. I think the Boston Celtics is gonna surprise everybody and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Finally, they finally gonna okay. get over the hump. Jason Tatum gonna show out. I really like his game. I mm-hmm. love how uh, Jalen Brown has developed. I know people keep saying Isaac Okoro is the next Jalen Brown. I was, as a Cavs fan, I really hope we got. I hope so. I hope so. I don't see it, but I hope so. But I think it's going to be uh, Boston and the Nets at the end. That's that's what I see. Got you. Yeah, I think in the I think to the finals. Uh, you know, of course, the Nets could definitely make it to the finals. You know, just because of the firepower they have, you have to give them that opportunity. Um, you know, if Philly, if they can stay healthy. If they can stay healthy and Joel and B keeps playing like the dog that he is, then they'll probably make it to the finals or whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it differently. I'm gonna do it differently. Okay. I think it's gonna be either the Nets or the Bucks. I think it's gonna and be Giannis one. gonna get over the hump. Yeah, I think Giannis gonna finally get over the hump. I mean, because now Giannis, even though his shot is not great, he still can hit from the he outside. He got one now. He got a, he got some. Yeah, he got shot. a little jumper now, and I think I think Giannis could possibly get over the hump. Over the hump. If the Nets don't make it, then I think the Bucks will. So, look like you, you froze a little bit there. You, you back with us? I was yeah. saying, 
Giannis reminded me of LeBron. Remember at the beginning, about the time LeBron played um, the Wizards and they had Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. LeBron was starting to work that jump shot out, and then he started working it out and started getting a little better, and then we went on that run and we lost to the, the Spurs. But remember, mm-hmm. LeBron didn't come in really with the jump shot like that. It wasn't consistent. He had the weird leaning motion and all of that. Yeah. And then he worked it out. And I feel like Giannis is kind of in that same spot. Mm-hmm. But maybe as he get older, as get older as a player, he'll have it. Kind of like, you know, MJ. MJ always had a jump shot now. Let's not get it twisted. He always had one. But yeah. it just got to be so much more lethal. Like, especially yeah, as he got older. Range. He started with the, with, the, with the turnaround and all that. And even he got to be a little lethal at the end of his career from the three-point. Or like Ron Harper. My man ain't have no job at the beginning. It was all mm-hmm. taking off the dribble. But when he got to Chicago, L.A., Ron was yeah. leaving open. It's going in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Giannis is kind of in that situation. What you think? Yeah. No, no, no. I feel the same way. And that's why I said I think the Bucks could um, possibly make it to the finals this year. I mean, if they get it all together, I think they'll have – just as good a chance as the Nets um, to make it to the final, just because of the fact that they actually, you know, put in the work on the defensive end, whereas the Nets, you know, they'll, they'll go all game and let you have all the layups and dunks you want, you know? So I just right. think, I don't think the Nets are um, a championship team right now and until they can get it together on defense. I agree. And I would say the same thing with the Sixers. There's too many ifs. I'm mm-hmm. worried about, uh, what version of Joel Embiid is going to show up? I can't count on Ben Simmons offensively. And he, he's a dog. He should be defensive player of the year. Yeah. I can't count on. Uh, I mean, Dwight. I mean, he's a, he's a he's a role player at this point. So I, yeah. I mean, he's playing great. Dwight really been holding them down. He he yeah. he, he really the MVP. You know. Yeah. Uh, I can't count on Danny Green because he's going to throw up bricks when it matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So I think that takes them out for me. And then uh, with Giannis, what version of Chris Middleton going to show up? Yeah, we'll see. You know, is, is what version of Bluss, I mean, is uh, 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 a Drew is going to show up? I think, they? I think they have a good chance, though. I think they have. A- I'm nervous about Drew Holiday, and I'm nervous about I'm nervous about, about Middleton. What version of those two guys, and you need both of those yeah. guys. Yeah. Deeply. To show up, and I'm I'm not I'm not sold they gonna show up. But that's the thing why I about feel like the Celtics, if Brad Stevens can get out of his own way, they gonna show out. Now, see the thing about the East, this the same things you're saying about Giannis and them about the Bucks, it's the same thing with the Celtics. Every single team in the East has those problems. It's well, this has to happen for them to do it, and this has to happen. No, well, Marcus Smart healthy now. That's a good, that was a big X factor. He healthy now. I I understand. So Kimba, Kimba, that's that's really they, that's they problem. What version of Kimba gonna show up? And Kimba just got hurt, you know. So we'll right. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll go ahead and and end it here. And um, you know, it was nice talking to you again and going through this sports stuff with you. <laughs> this man say that this man been knowing me all my whole life, man. You yeah, I know. No. For y'all. So, hey, we just want to thank y'all for joining us. We appreciate the love. Continue to, 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 to join us. Join us for the next episode. We're going to break down more great sports content. Uh, we give it to you just as our, as we see it. It's our opinion. Raw, real, you know, no chaser. We have a lot of fun on here. Please comment. Please share. We want to interact with you. Uh, we will respond to all comments. 
Find us where you find your favorite podcast and tune in next time. Man. We out. Peace.